June 5th, 2009. We're jet-lagged from Los Angeles, but we're going to talk all about E3 here on Friday Night Gaming. Broadcasting live from the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia, All Games Radio presents Friday Night Gaming. And now your host, Bobby Blackwolf. Hello, hello, good morning. I guess, well, morning to me. My name is Bobby Blackwolf. I'm the host of Friday Night Gaming with me, Glenn Martin. What's going on, Bobby? CC Gaming. What's up? Uh, we, we had an eventful week. Very busy. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say we had an eventful week? It was eventful. Um, where were we? Do you even remember? All the way across the world. Across the world? Felt like it. Mm-hmm. We were at E3. 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 And I actually was going to like wear my badge and everything, and we were just running so late, I completely forgot to wear my badge. Oh, well. It's in my bag somewhere. Uh, so, hello. We're, uh, we're, we're here. We're uh, live from the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. It's a gaming center just outside of Atlanta. Usually, uh, tonight's going to be a very different show from what we usually do. Uh, we uh, usually have like a free play game where, where we have people here playing a game. We are going to do that a little bit, but it's not going to be like we haven't chosen like a retail game or anything this time around. We're going to be showing you, uh, we're going to just talk about what we think of uh, what's at E3 and what you think of what happened at E3. If you want to join us, chat.allgames.com. That's where we are. Uh, you can uh, ask us questions in chat, and uh, also you're going to be able to call in. Uh, we do have a toll-free number and our Skype line. We are going to try to get through everything that we kind of wanted to show as well, so don't be surprised if we cut you off early or something and only give you like five minutes to talk. Skype. It's Friday Night Gaming, toll-free, is one eight 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 FN Game One toll free in North America, and uh, what do you think? It was your first E three, so why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you thought? It was my first E three, and it was it was quite overwhelming. I didn't realize it was going to be that big. Um, mm-hmm. I needed a full three days there to see everything. Yeah, there was two huge buildings. South Wing, mm-hmm. West Wing, full of stuff. They separated, you know, of course, Microsoft and PlayStation from each other. Yeah. So that everybody would get along. They're usually right next to each other. They, they get along sometimes. sometimes. They, I've never seen a grenade thrown across yes. E3. I've, I've thought. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it, but no, I haven't seen it. it was, but it was, it was quite amazing. So what was the most amazing thing you saw? The, <laughs> the most amazing thing I saw, game-wise? I, I yeah, saw start there? I saw Splinter Cell Conviction, which is um, I'm a yeah. You guys know I'm a big Splinter Cell fan, and Double Agent didn't do anything for me, so they have overly redeemed themselves with this new game mm-hmm. at the Ubisoft uh, stage or booth. You don't want to call it a booth because it's it's not really a booth. It's more like a land or something. Yeah, it's more like a world. Ubisoft World. There we go. Now I'm legal. Now I'm legal. Yeah, you're allowed to be in here I'm now. I'm allowed to be here now. Have all access to the computer arena backhaul. All access pass that didn't get me into too much, but it got me into some stuff. Got you into trouble. I didn't, I didn't get into trouble. <laughs> what are you talking about? Did you hear something I didn't? Oh, I just, I'm, hmm. I, I know there's probably going to be some video and some pictures resurfacing. Rumor has it. I see nothing. I will. I don't know. So I did uh, work with E3Coverage.com. Uh, it's a division of Game Tactics, and uh, they don't have anything up yet. No. Uh, they, they do have something. They have like part of the Microsoft press conference, but none of our interviews. However, Justin Lee, Mike2 in chat, 
he spent all uh, uh, he spent all the plane trip his plane trip back home to Montreal editing one specific video. We're going to world premiere it tonight. So the first interview coverage for, uh, from e3coverage.com we're going to show you here tonight. And it's of uh, my surprise ga- one of my two surprise games of show. My console surprise game of show. Cuz you basically when people say, you know, did did uh, you know, what what was your best thing at E3? I break it down into two categories. I'm like there are the games that I expected to like. Right. And I wound up being correct about those. And then there were the games that I had never heard of. That you didn't see coming. That I didn't see coming that I'm like, wow. One of those games, we have an interview. The other game, we went to go get an interview, and all the dev team left, and we couldn't do an interview. But I'll tell you all about it because it's, it's awesome. It's for the DS. For the D- it's a reason to get a DS. A sushi maker? Uh, you, you could. You could make sushi in this game. And you want to know what's funny, guys? I am not kidding. Like when you under- You'll understand why I say, yes, you can make sushi in this game yeah. when I explain what the game is. I saw everything. And ActF already uh, spoiled it in chat, what the game was. Did he? Yeah. Um, now, uh, in chat, Breakman says, best of E3 games, hot women, who needs more? Um, I'm kind of gl- there weren't There were booth babes there. There were. But not as many as people probably would have liked. I'm happy to not have booth babes there because I don't like to have to cut through them to try to get to somebody who knows what they're talking about. What about you? I, I, was, I was okay with... I knew you would be. They were they were fine with me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, we're in chat. You you talked to some ladies out there. I saw that. Am oh, I supposed to? Am I supposed to announce that? It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I'm not in any kind of trouble <laughs> yet. <laughs> I did talk to some ladies out there. So the game, uh, the games that I liked, uh, you know, my favorite games. Um, I'm going to talk about the two that I expected to like. Uh, one was the Beatles Rock Band. Mm-hmm. The Beatles rock band really, uh, you know, touch, touched me right here. And uh, I'm and see, here's the thing: I'm not a Beatles fan. No, and, and it's not that I don't like the Beatles. It's just I never sought out the Beatles. I mean, the Beatles were before I was before my time. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I'm, my parents listened to country, so I didn't listen to them really growing up. And then I got my rock phase, and that's where I am now. So I didn't really get to experience the Beatles. But the love that uh, Harmonix has put into the uh, to the Beatles rock band, it's like Guitar Hero Metallica. Took one step forward. Like, it was a better track pack than ACDC. Now, I saw the set list. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to have to clarify something for me. Mm-hmm. I, I was in the Beatles rock band booth right. where you had to, you know, you went in all the white, nice carpet yeah. and all the little setups. Mm-hmm. On one of the walls, they had a set list. That is the Rock Band 2. That is all the DLC available for Rock Band and Rock Band 2. Okay. It's a huge, impressive wall. This wall was ridiculous. Yeah, and they had a smaller wall last year at E3, uh-huh. and it looked just like that, but it was just smaller. And now it's like goes all the way up to the ceiling. It's it very was, it impressive. It was a huge set list. Yeah. But, yeah, the Beatles, and, and me either as far as being a big, big fan of the Beatles, and not that I mm-hmm. do not like the music, but yeah. it was it's it's, impressive. I've never really had a good exposure to them, and this this will be my first exposure to the Beatles other than, you know, I know some of the songs that they've done. I know it's them. Right. But this will be my first real exposure. And they even did some gameplay tweaks to it too. Yeah. I mean, they added three-part harmonies in the mic. Because they found that you know when you go to uh, you know w- when you're like at a, at a party and people there's usually three or four people singing but only one person has a mic so they're going to give three people a mic and you can do three part harmonies if you want um, and then uh, they also changed one thing in the drums because there's no fills in Beatles songs so overdrive they changed something with the price too 
Uh, well, you don't – see, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the price, okay, and here's uh-huh. why I'm not upset. So we need to explain this because, you know, me coming – I am not. I don't play a lot of rock band. I play a right. little bit of the drums because mm-hmm. I'm not that coordinated. I do like the drums. And right. when I heard how much this was, I was like, wow. That is only for all the instruments, mm-hmm. and these instruments do absolutely nothing different than the existing rock band instruments. Okay. They do nothing. They just look different. So it's like if you want your guitar to look like the one John Lennon used. That, that's what it's about. That's what it would be. It is a different look, but everything still works just fine. And they even said in our presentation, we know you already have too many plastic instruments in your house. We're not forcing you to add any to it. Mm-hmm. But if you love the Beatles and you absolutely need to have your equipment look like Ringo Starr's drum set, yeah, you, if you want then the you can buy this. But you're not missing anything. Anything by using the Rock Band 2 peripherals. That was good of them. And yes, the game is going to be sold separate. Yeah, well, that so means be it's yeah. going to have to be a separate yes. game. So, uh, you know, but I was very impressed with the way they did it. Um, they, they played a few songs for us so we could focus on the backgrounds, and they did some really interesting, trippy, freaky things walrus masks, singing under the sea, hmm. at the bottom of the ocean, in an octopus tent or whatever. I don't know. Uh, so uh, that was one of them. Brutal legend. Brutal legend. Brutal legend. Once there were video games, and then there was awesome. Yes, that is brutal legend. I played thirty minutes of brutal legend. I played a little bit of that as well. I, I played thirty minutes because I was like going through the demo, and I kept looking behind me. Nobody was standing behind me, so I wasn't being a jerk to anybody. Yes, and I just kept going and going and going and going. Right, and uh, you know it's. It actually does have a little music game portion, but it's more like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Where, like, you know, it would show you the notes at the top and you had to hit the notes. Um, what brought the, me to that game was Jack Black. Yeah. I mean, I like a hack yeah. and slash, but Jack Black is. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Jack Black and Tim Schafer. Because, and I mean, I'm Schaefer. a big fan of Tim Schafer's work from Psychonauts and even farther back, Day of the Tentacle and stuff like that. So, um, you know, t- to me, he's a god. Um, so, and I actually did an interview with them for E3 coverage, but we haven't gotten that one yet. No. But I did uh, interview the gameplay program. That's going to be up on E3Coverage.com. We'll probably show it on the show. Yeah. We're going to intersperse E3 coverage videos throughout the next few weeks. A lot of people's got to go I'm home sure. and do homework. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of video and footage and editing yeah. to do. Now, let's put it this. The game, and I'm going to show you the interview. We're going to go ahead and do this interview now that we're going to show you. This is my console surprise of the show. Console surprise? It's a Disney title. Disney. 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 This is a game from Disney. Little little frou-frou Mickey Mouse character, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Disney game. It's a racing title. The game is called Split Second. I walked up to this game as we were doing our uh, booth tour at Disney... And I, I was looking at the screen, and I'm like, yeah, that, that, that's a really good-looking cutscene. Yes. Then I looked down and saw it was a guy playing it. It's now, an amazing-looking game. And, let me, and I will say this. They were using an Xbox 360. It wasn't the PS3. They were showing the Xbox 360 version. Yes, they were. I thought it was a cutscene. Yes. It was, we got an audience here. They said, you thought it was so good it looked like a cutscene. And so we're going to cut over to that right now. And uh, I'm going to show you where, my video of this. Uh, this is from E3 coverage. This is a world premiere of this video from E3 coverage. It has not been put up on the site yet. And uh, this is a Split Second.
And yes, we are allowed to rebroadcast. We 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 do have uh, permission to rebroadcast this video. So I'm walking around E3, and we we're here in the Disney booth, and I thought I was looking at a cutscene, but I was actually looking at the racing game split second actual gameplay. It's an early build, but it looks marvelous. I'm here with Mitch Powers. He's the senior global brand manager at Disney. Tell us a little bit about Split Second. Yeah, so Split Second's an action arcade racing game. It's set in the world of a global reality show. So as you're racing through the city, it's been created specifically for the race. So anything can happen. Basically, it's been also rigged with explosives throughout the entire course. So you use these environmental effects, we call them power plays, to take out your opponent. And this looks amazing. Basically, I mean, tell me, this is a very new HUD for that I've seen in a racing game. Tell me a little bit about the HUD and, and your design process with it. Well, you know, one of the things that, you know, so much going on in the environment, we really wanted to focus on the environment itself and not clutter it with a lot of HUD. So you'll notice on the screen, the HUD is compactly uh, integrated into the back of the cars. So everything you need to see is on the car. So there's no need to sort of look around. We're not covering up the epic moments you'll see in Split Second. Uh, you, you see it all when you're watching the car. So so is this more of a it's uh, more arcade racer? Absolutely. Uh, so it's like it's a complete action arcade racing game. It's from BlackRock Studio, who was obviously responsible for Pure uh, late last year. Uh, they've delivered again with a great arcade, easy-to-pick-up-and-play game um, that we think everyone's going to enjoy. So uh, is there what, what type of multiplayer is in this? So we are going to have a pretty diverse multiplayer offering. We are going to have split screen as well as online multiplayer. So you can sit in the living room, play with your friends, or go online and play as well. And uh, is it just going to be races, or are there going to be other modes that you're going to put in there? So we haven't announced all the modes yet, but there will be some pretty creative things you can do in split second. And uh, so you're, you're, what, what platforms are you developing this for? So it's for Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and PC. We're launching early 2010. Uh, but, you know, again, moments like this with the plane crashing on the, on, on the runway, you've never seen before in a racing game. We're looking to do things, um, taking elements of an action game, taking elements from a summer Hollywood blockbuster, bringing them into the racing genre and really trying to do something new. Now, I've been asking this every time we, we uh, cover, like, an Xbox 360 game, and usually I can't get an answer. But do you have a, do you have a favorite achievement from this game? Um... We haven't really locked them all down yet, but there will be some significantly fun achievements to get. Absolutely. And this game is coming out next year? Actually, yeah, absolutely. Early 2010 on Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and PC. Split second. It looks really good. I'm Bobby Blackwolf, host of Friday Night Gaming on All Games Radio. I'm at FNGLive.net, but you should stay tuned to E3Coverage.com for more of the latest and greatest from E3. And click on some of the sponsors at the bottom. Now we have the trailer for the game, the pre-rendered trailer. All cameras live. Racers are at the starting line. Charge is set on flight tower. Check. Terminal. Com satellite. Track is rigged and ready. Races live in three, two, one. Driver 6 triggered COM satellite. 
Disney, Glenn. This is a Disney game. Disney. Yes, it is. It's from Disney. That's not your typical, typical Disney stuff right there. No, it's not. So that was uh, that's the first video from E3Coverage.com. We've uh, premiered it. There's going to be more during the week. We will be showing more over the next few weeks here on Friday Night Gaming. Um, and I was too busy looking at the... Uh, Looking at the screen to link of good questions, like uh uh uh, uh, uh nah, nah. Yeah, I wanted to know what's coming the, down. Well, I wanted to know what the hood, the HUD did underneath the car. It showed you, you know, the blue, and then it came over the red. Was this was this boost nitrous? Yeah, I, I didn't figure that out. Let's see. I'm gonna. I try played it. this a little bit as well yeah. too. And other than gas and brake, I couldn't fig- I couldn't find anything else. I had gas and brake. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the HUD on the bottom, thinking I had some boost of some sort, but. Very cool, yeah. Very cool game. You can, like he said, you can jump up and uh, you can sit down in front of this game, mm-hmm. pick it up, and go. But yeah, basically, uh, I'm zooming in on the on the HUD here uh, because basically, I mean, what got me was you know right here on the left. That's the what place you're in. Mm-hmm. That's or that's the lap you're on. And there's nothing else on the anywhere else on the screen. Yeah, it's all in the car. You know, it's it's all in the car, so you don't have to actually take your eyes away from. That might be speed. That's what they're thinking here. Maybe. Uh, because I think it's all pre-scripted. It's supposed to be a movie set is what we're thinking. So uh, I don't know if there's an in-car camera. Um, I don't think there would be because they're actually doing a lot of cinematic moments. You could see mm-hmm. in our gameplay footage of uh, you know things going from one um, – like showing you what's going on to the left, things blowing up and stuff. So. Yeah, it will actually throw the camera view. The, uh, the guy said something about tying in with a summer blockbuster movie. Did, did, you, did you catch what movie it was supposed to be? No, no, no. He, it's, it's making the game seem like a blockbuster summer ah. movie. That's what he's trying to do. Basically, what he said to me was that they had actually uh, said that this area that they're actually doing this in was specific was an area specifically built for this type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not a real city; it's a movie set, and that's what you're racing around because I guess it's Disney. Oh, look! I should reset and yeah. Right. So it's not yeah. it's not real people blowing things up. It's not terrorists. It's a it's a movie it's a movie. Screen, right? It's a movie. So they can get away with anything they want. Yeah, yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. It's Disney. They also had the Hannah Montana game there. We didn't look at it. Oh, it might have been great. It could have been great. Disney Sing It was there. We didn't yeah. look at it. Could have also been great. Purple PSP, the Hannah Montana. We edition. did look at G-Force, <laughs> which actually had 3D glasses. And actually, when you watch me do the uh, the G-Force interview over mm-hmm. at, at uh, E3 coverage, I actually have the 3D glasses on at the beginning, and then I you know throw them away, but... We did GeForce, and we did we did a couple other games at Disney, but that was the one console game that surprised me. Yes, and I want that game. I mean, I want that early build. Like, if that's what it looks like now, yeah. I, it, imagine nine months from now. Yeah, they're gonna put a, a lot of stuff together with that. Probably more in multiplayer, but yeah. Now, um, uh, and and Breakman says are they cheap 3D graph? Yeah, they're the cheap 3D glasses, red green. I yeah, couldn't w- use them. Was it like the Sega Master System? No, right? and it's not the polarized ones that you get in those 4D theaters. Right. But um, so yeah, that was that. Now my, and I'm going to actually look because I've got an actual laptop here, so I'm actually able to look up things, and uh, I'm getting a lot of feedback on myself. This is kind of weird, but um, from going through all the, I know X-ray machines at the airport. 
Metal detectors. I know this because this was the mic that went through. Um, I'm going to see if I can find anything about this other game. Just like I don't know if there's a trailer for it or something, but we're going to see if I can find because my my handheld game of the year is uh, let's see trailers. How about that? There there's go. a trailer right on their site. High res. So let's switch over to that and take a look at my new favorite DS game ever. This is very unique. Scribble knots, ladies and gentlemen. So what he's doing is uh, he's writing at the bottom of the screen there, ladder, and then a ladder appears on the screen. And then he you, you use that to solve puzzles. It's a word puzzle game. And you can solve it any way you want. There are tens of thousands of words. Now, there's also a keyboard, by the way. So you can type on the keyboard. So he typed football, and there's a football. And he can pick up the football and throw it. The only limit here is your imagination, and they are not kidding. So, you know, he spawns, types beaver, a beaver spawns, and starts doing stuff, like tearing down the tree. So there's levels, but the thing that got me in this game was the sandbox mode. Now, let me tell you a little bit about what I did, and actually... the. Apparently, I'm not supposed to say this because these are all the Easter eggs. So, oh, there's more to the trailer. Hang on. More going on? Ah, we missed the end of the trailer. It's okay. Okay, yeah, we well, see, that was when he drew a donut and the cop came and ate the donut. So, basically, what it is is, like, the things are, you know, you need to make these people happy. That's the gameplay. So, like, you got a cop and a doctor. What makes a cop happy? You can write gun, give it to the cop. You can write, like, stethoscope and give it to the doctor. But no, this sandbox mode, basically it's just like this empty canvas. Your, your guy's in the center, and you're like, okay. So you can type whatever and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can write, you know, ball. A ball appears. You can get the ball and whatever. And you can spawn as long as it's not vulgar yes. or a proper name. So, like, Jesus doesn't work. Nothing happens when you write Jesus. But if you write ninja, a ninja appears. So I was like, hmm. Then I wrote pirate. A pirate appears, and they start fighting. <laughs> Sadly, the pirate wins. I disagree with this. So then I picked up the shuriken and <laughs> threw it at the pirate, and Bobby killed the pirate. So we won anyway. And you can do things like that. You know, Jesus didn't work, but um, Cthulhu did. <laughs> so you write Cthulhu. Cthulhu appears and starts killing everything. This isn't a fair fight, is it? So I wrote Hydra. Hydra appears, all three heads, <laughs> and starts fighting Cthulhu. And the guy, the lead tester or whatever, he's like, okay, yeah, you're fighting. Okay, write hat. I'm like, why would I want to write hat? He's like, trust me. So I wrote hat and little baseball cap appears. He's like, now put the hat on the Hydra. So I put the baseball cap on the Hydra, and here's this Hydra with the baseball cap fighting Cthulhu. <laughs> and then I was like, how much into the Internet are you guys? And they're like, oh, why don't you try us? So I wrote ceiling cat. 
a little box appears in the top and a cat starts peering down. And so I was like, hmm, oh, really? So I put in O-R-L-Y and a little owl appears and starts flying around. Does not attack ceiling cat, no. mind you. <laughs> and then I tried lolcat and they're like, no, lolcat doesn't work because it's too generic. Try some of the specific ones. Cheeseburger cat, no. Cheeseburger cat doesn't work. Long cat does. A little cloud appears and this long cat comes out. And he's like, damn, you're finding all of our Easter eggs. Go ahead and type Tacnol, which is long cat backwards. It's long cat's mortal enemy. You type <laughs> Tacnol, a black long cat appears, and they start fighting. He starts attacking the other long cat. Keyboard cat shows up if you type that in. <laughs> if you type in virgin, a video gamer comes on the screen. How about, He's a gamer geek. How about Tiger Claw in chat? Uh, I don't think Tiger Claw works. <laughs> I should have tried Rickroll. Yes, you're right. Uh, Amazed that Sumas did I type Chocolate Rain? No, I didn't. I didn't uh, type Chocolate Rain. Unfortunately, I didn't try as much as I wanted. Um, I did, you know, type Mech, and you know, a Mech appeared, and I could actually ride around in the Mech. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and basically uh, everything I tried worked. You know, I mean, except for like you know Jesus and Lolcat and stuff like that. But and they're still adding stuff. Uh, to it, and and they say that yeah, there's a, there's a lot in there, uh, that's good. and that, there's stuff that we hadn't found yet. Yeah, it's going to be a game that keeps a lot of people busy. So, uh, but uh, it, it's by the same people that made Drawn to Life. Did you ever play Drawn to Life? And I saw a little bit of it, but I did not play it. No. Drawn to Life. It's by Fifth Cell, um, and basically what it was is you drew your main character, and every time you know you would actually draw things in the world. Like, you would say, I need a gun. So you drew a gun mm-hmm. onto your person, and you would pick up, and you would use the gun. You'd draw the bullets. You'd draw, like, the ladder. You'd draw what it looks like and stuff. So uh, that was kind of interesting. Um, Breakman asked if we tried naughty words. Like I said, <laughs> vulgar words already don't work. They do nothing. But what it does, if you don't know how to spell something, it will actually give you, like, four suggestions. So it will, like, because I spelled Cthulhu wrong. Yeah. And But it was up there. You know, it you was the first one. You were trying one. to go. Yeah. So, um... And Breakman also says Jenna Jameson. Proper names also don't work. Chuck Norris doesn't work. Jack Bauer doesn't work. I did Jenna Jameson, she, and she walked up, and I got a picture. And yeah, right. You weren't around, though, when this happened. No, I wasn't. No. <laughs> so uh, Scribblenauts for the DS, that's my surprise handheld game of the year. It looks good. It looks really good. I did play a couple others. I played uh, Katamari Forever for the PS3. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Katamari fan. I like the PS3 controller better than the 360 controller. I think this one has a chance to be good, but it is Katamari. Now, was that a big Katamari ball out in front of the uh, the convention? I don't know because did I didn't see that. I didn't pile spend, of junk. I didn't spend that much time outside the convention center. <laughs> you weren't one of those guys holding up signs out there. Did okay? You want to talk about them because I, I want to tell you the punchline. So you talk about those guys first. Okay, talk about them. I was talking about the big pile of junk that looked like the Katamari ball. I was talking about the guys outside because uh, I wanted to segue into that. Okay. Well, let's go do, then. Do you have pictures of them? I have. Um, Are they on that? I have a video of them. Oh, on this? Have, Should we look for that? I have a video of them. So uh, day two of E3. How would I find it in this? It's going to be first one to the right or the far left. Far left? That one right there. That one right there? All right. Now let me tell you about what happened. Day <laughs> day two of E3, we pull up. We get there a little earlier than we did the first day. First day, I believe it opened at noon. Mm-hmm. So we got there a little early. Um, we're planning out our day. 
we just walk up to the beginning of the thing, and we see this commotion going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, it, you know, I've been surprised since I've got there. So I'm thinking this is part of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, I think, thought the same thing. We all go yeah. running over, cameras out, video cameras out, and we're ready to see what's mm-hmm. breaking down and what's coming about right at the opening of E3 on day two. Will this uh, go full screen? It should. And this is what um, this is what was going on. So what's going on here? Right here, <laughs> right here, we've got some protesters standing right out in front of the, uh, <laughs> right in front of the, the the main entrance to E3, right at the corner of the of the main intersection there. And these protesters are telling us to trade in our PlayStations for PlayStations. EA equals Electronics Antichrist. Uh huh. Here you go. Hell is not a game. Hell is not a game. Now what? They're protesting Dante's Inferno, and you right. see the uh, you see the older gentleman with the Bible to the right. Yeah. He would look for these words, and you'll see what I'm talking about in a minute. He would catch a phrase or a word from somebody in the in out there that was yelling at him, and he would grab it and just run with it. Like somebody said, "Baby killer," or "kill," or "kill babies," and he just ran with it. Here we go. You know, I said they couldn't pay for better advertising. Right? Beautiful. Right? I was looking for Michael Moore. Shame on you. So these were the protesters. Is there anything yeah. else in this, or is that it? No, well, I'm talking to the girl yeah. at the Raven. What was yeah. it? What was the Rabbids? Uh-huh. And I'm asking how much store credit I can get if I trade in my uh, PlayStation for a PlayStation. Uh-huh. If I trade in my PlayStation for What did she say? <laughs> She she was she wasn't sure, but she held up a pair of uh, rabbit un- underwear thongs and told me that I could probably pick up a pair of those with my, with my PlayStation. There you go. Here he goes, baby killers. There he goes. Now we're baby killers. <laughs> but that's about it right there. Okay, so you, so you're ready for the punchline? What's the uh, what's the punchline? It was revealed today. That they were paid by Activision, or by not by Activision, by Electronic Arts. This was a viral marketing campaign for Dante's Inferno, and you fell for it. No, no. It was this was it was paid for by EA. Those were paid by EA for viral marketing purposes. The Associated Press ran an article today uh-huh. about it, and uh, yeah. That so is. that is n- that was not a real pro- protest. That was just advertisement for Dante's Inferno. When he said you couldn't pay for a better advertising, yep. I looked at him like you figured it out, didn't you? Uh, so they were handing out the flyers, which I did not get. Right. I wonder if it said that on the flyer as they were passing it around. That would have been that would have been a good Rick roll. There you go. EA rolled. Yep. X League says. So. Um, is this stuck or something? That's weird. It got stuck on something. I don't know what happened. I wonder if I play another video and if it'll... Oh, okay. Yeah. You might not. These haven't been edited. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. These aren't These aren't streaming out. I just put them on. Because I'm like, it's it's still staying on that screen. It's not showing my, like... I see. And I'm like, is it going to come back? Or do I have to 
close something or there you go okay cool when you closed it it came back up all right good <laughs> i just you broke my laptop earlier man I, you know the little check disc screen came out that's why we're a little late uh-huh it's my fault it is so uh those were the games that we saw and uh, drp223 says ea trolled us yes they did we have a call here which i'm going to try to get before it hangs up so uh friday night gaming you're on the air what's your name where you're calling from All right, he's going to echo us back to us. So uh, call Echo123 <laughs> if you're using Skype, because you are using Skype. Call Echo123. Make sure that you can hear the nice British lady as well as uh, hear yourself talk back to us mm-hmm. and not me talk back to you. That's right. We were we called ourselves or something. Let's see if he tries again. So Friday Night Gaming, uh, you're on the air. What's your name? Where you're calling from? Alrighty, nothing. So, um, it's one of the protesters. Yeah, it was one of the protesters he saying, why, "Why did you call us out? Why did you actually yeah. tell us, tell everybody that we were, uh, we were not real?" <laughs> so, uh, let's try this. So, uh, we could, we do have one more call here. So, Fred and Gaming, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is uh, Spazinator from Buffalo. Spazinator. So, uh, what's up? What's on, what's uh, what's on your mind? Well, um, I was just going to comment on um, E3. Um, I had saw Nero on uh, G4, and I was kind of impressed by it myself. Um, I did see Nintendo's coverage, but I did see both Microsoft and Sony's coverage. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I nearly uh, crashed my pants when I uh, saw both of the conferences. Yeah, we're going to be showing parts of them a little bit later on. We haven't gotten to them yet. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was kind of, uh, I was very pleasantly surprised by uh, uh, the Square Enix uh, uh, games announcement. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I was, you know, I was definitely you know, surprised about Final Fantasy XIV. You know, it looks like it may be a good game. It's kind of uh, hard it's, to say now, but yeah, it's hard to say now because they showed a pre pre rendered cutscene of an online MMO, and that's it. So, uh, well, uh, uh, thanks for taking me my call. Okay. I'm a little short. I all people want to get through. All right. Yep. Yep. Thanks. So we have uh, somebody here. You want to sp- say something here? I'm just saying, like, I saw some coverage, like, through the Internet and stuff. Uh-huh. And I, I think I have a, one must-buy game for me 3 Yeah. And one game that I want to burn. Which one do you want to burn? Quantum Theory, a.k.a. Gears of Sony. What's... It's it's Gears of War for the PS3. It's, it's, it's Well, Dante's Inferno is God of War for everything else. Yeah. Exactly. That's another case. So what's this game you're talking about? The game that I am definitely going to buy no matter what, uh-huh. Crackdown 2. Crackdown 2. Crack- yeah, they did it, and everybody was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Crackdown made the 360 for me. Interesting. Right. We're going to try this call, so we're going to take this call here. So, um, uh-oh. Okay, let me hang up on this one. And then I try, I answered this one. So Friday Night Gaming, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up? It's Rick and Elite. Rican Elite, what's on your mind, man? Nothing much. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure you went to last year's E3. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how you feel about this year's E3, being that it's gotten bigger than last year's. So, you know, I just want to get your thoughts and comments on that. Here's the thing. I am one of the few people 
who actually liked last year's E3 a lot. And the reason I liked it is because I am uh, I'm an independent content producer. I'm not big. I don't get that many hits. I don't get me. But I was on equal footing with everybody else. And if I wanted to interview Peter Molyneux last year, I probably could have. This year? This year? They're not going to give me the time of day. Peter Molyneux? No. Come on. You don't get enough hits to see Peter Molyneux. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... The hype is there this year, and the excitement is there this year. But I, you know, it's with me trying to do, you know, what I do here. It's kind of about the access, and I didn't get as much access this year because instead of fighting three thousand people, I was fighting forty thousand people. Yeah. So, like, from what I view from a lot of sites, you know, I I was hearing that they had like twenty to thirty appointments, and I'm like, that's insane. How could you cover that all in one day? You know, and I'm pretty sure that last year's E3. A lot of people got to cover more appointments than they usually would have if this E3 wasn't so big. Yeah, so, we, know, I was missing a lot of the content. Yeah, and it's because you know last year there were only three thousand people there, so like you know it was pretty easy. You know there were there were open spots and they could work you in. This year they could couldn't work you in. You want? Did you want to see more uh, Modern Warfare too? No. You can't. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No, you cannot. You can yeah. Like, you could go there 10 a.m. or noon, which was when the short floor opened, on day one and said, I want to see Modern Warfare 2. They said, sorry, we have already completely booked for the entire week all of the showings of Modern Warfare 2. If you did not get an appointment beforehand, mm-hmm. you didn't get in. And if you weren't big enough, you didn't get an appointment to see it. Because <laughs> we had an Activision appointment, but our appointment wasn't to see Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, I got you. Now, coming out of V3 this year, what, mm-hmm. what was your biggest surprise or, or the biggest thing that you're looking forward to, to you know, next year or Split this second. upcoming year? Split second. Split second and scribble knots. Okay. Got you. Because, yeah, they, <laughs> but they both look good. Yes. Yes. What about you, Glenn? Like, what, what, what? Well, the one thing I really, I really saw and I really liked was God of War 3. Um, mm-hmm. I also like Alan Wake. I think that really put a lot of interest in me because finally I got to see something playable that yeah. I was actually playing. So, you know, I really got interested in that. But at the same time, I wasn't really too bought on the motion control on the Xbox or on the PlayStation 3 because it's just, to me, it it, it didn't feel right, I guess. Mm-hmm. Probably if I was there hands-on, it probably would have felt right. But, right. you know, I just want to get your thoughts. I don't know if you saw it, but, you know... um, what you thought about that? What you thought about the Motion Plus? I, and, you know, I, I I've u- the only one I've, I've used actually the Wii Motion Plus, and it is what the okay. Wii Mode should have been. Yeah. But Project Natal yeah. behind closed doors. Sony's thing. I don't even think they were even showing behind closed doors. I think they just showed it in the press conference. But I like where yeah. they're going. Um, I like. You know, kind of that Natal lets you do some stuff without having to get up off the couch. I mean, I kind of like some of the wavy stuff, and I want to see where they go with that. Um, yeah. But and I, I've always liked you know kind of like the picture recognition. I mean the iPad does that on the PS3. But uh, Sony made a very good point, and I didn't think of it this way until they said it. They're like sometimes you still need a button. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know you still yeah. need a button sometimes. Project Natal is all you know your body and your feet and stuff like that. And Sony's like yeah, yeah that's great. You still need a button every once in a while. Yeah you do. And I mm-hmm. agree with that. So I, I they're going in different directions. It seems like Microsoft is trying something. Uh, they're, they're, they're saying, you know, what can we do that's, you know, innovative and unique? And Sony's like, how do we combat Wii Motion Plus? Mm-hmm. You know, and Sony basically now, made Wii Motion Plus better. Yeah. You know. Now, what do you think about with Microsoft announcing Twitter and Facebook? Do you think that's 
an improvement towards the Xbox Live dashboard, or you think that's just something that is going to be used for a while, and then all of a sudden it's just, just going to die down on the Xbox 360? It's console. not. It's it's too it's too specific. Like you're not going to be able to get because I asked the guy, are you, am I going to be able to see Facebook updates and Twitter updates? And he's like, no. Basically, you will only see Facebook and Twitter when you actually go into those sections of the Xbox Live uh, of the Xbox 360 dashboard. Maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll expand it, but and also I ask because I already have a hundred friends on Xbox Live. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if you heard, people know who I am. Glad you tapped that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> apparently they do. <laughs> apparently they do. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have a hundred friends, and I'm like, hey, can I use Facebook to extend my friends list? And he's like, no, all you can do with Facebook is invite them to become your Xbox Live friend. Yeah, which would have been great. This the one hundred yeah. friends on Xbox Live is. I don't know. They they really need to do something about that. And they are, but it's I, I understand that it's a very difficult process. I've I've worked with large database systems, mm-hmm. and especially yeah. a live database like this one. They can't screw it up, and so they're mm-hmm. taking their time. But I do know that they are working on it because there's more more and more people. Even though it's still only I think five percent of all Xbox Live is even close to that 100 friends list. Right. So it's not a huge priority. It doesn't affect 95 percent of Xbox Live users, yeah. but they're working on it. So now. My last question. Uh huh. Out of all the three conferences, which one would you pick from, you know, rating from the top, mm-hmm. Microsoft or Sony and Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Which one would you rate that stole the show? Microsoft, and here's why, okay? I mean, because I, I only attended Sony's, I watched Microsoft's, and I heard about Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I didn't, uh, I have not watched Nintendo's conference, but here's the thing about Microsoft. If you did not find something that absolutely excited you to the core, with Microsoft, you need to quit gaming because you're too jaded. Yeah. You will. Okay. There is absolutely nothing any company can ever do to make you happy if you were not happy and excited and enthusiastic about at something. least one thing in the Microsoft conference. They had something for everyone. They gave you Modern Warfare 2. They gave you Left 4 Dead 2, Crackdown 2. They showed you all these games. And then they're like, hey, social networking stuff, music marketplace. You can get Last FM. Here's all this. You can, you know, you can finally view your party, uh, movies with friends, mm-hmm. you know, browse Netflix. And then we've got Project Natal. You, know, you can interact with new ways. So they hit everything. Yeah, they were covering it all. They covered it all. Sony did yeah. a very respectable job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Uncharted Two looks amazing. Although in the press conference at Sony, I got to share this: they had plants in the audience. Essentially, uh-huh. there was a PlayStation blog meetup on Sunday night, and it, they said the first hundred people in line gets the, gets uh, into the press gets gets yeah. into the press conference, and and uh-huh. basically they gave them all T-shirts, and they wound up also giving them three day passes to Xbox uh, to E three. That was the surprise. But they said, go in there and, you know, cheer. And so they were all around us. And so the Uncharted 2 demo started. And they were like, what? Oh, my God. What? And all he was doing was walking forward. Yeah. Like, that's all yeah. he did. They're like, oh, my God. Ah. And they were cheering oh. at every little thing. And I'm like, guys, kind of ruined it for them, yeah. It's a press conference. Mm-hmm. You know, media yeah. shouldn't, to me, media shouldn't cheer at all. No, they should just, yeah. the only time I che- The only time I applauded. Was and we'll show this in a second because we have the Sony press conference. Jack Trenton came out and said, "Wow, I'm so glad everybody's here because you already know everything we're going to say." Because referring yeah. to the PSB Go leaks, and I was like, "Yeah, I like that. I like that was the way to say it." So, uh, what else? One, one last thing. What up? What's up? What else? Well, the PS Go. What do you really think about it? Is it? It's too overpriced. Is it, what do you think about it? 
I think that it, the, it, PSP? the PSP Go, yeah. the new PSP Go, uh, I think that it would have been a great entry level because they took away enough things. It lo- to me, it looked like it should have been the lower end. Uh-huh. And then, uh-huh. you know, like it was the entry level, and then you go to the big daddy PSP 3000 with everything, with all the other stuff. But they're going to price that thing. They're going to take away your UMD slot. They're going to take away the fact, you know, you having physical copies, and they're going to charge you two fifty for it. Mm-hmm. Like if it yeah. was at least the same price, yeah. or even less than the PSP three thousand, I would say, hey, that's awesome. They're giving choice and stuff. Not two fifty. I'm not paying two fifty for that. For a handheld yeah, console that you have, you don't have the the media with it, right? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, mean, I understand the PSP originally came out at two fifty, but mm-hmm. this is a stripped down PSP. The only thing it has is 16 – it has 16 gigs of internal memory, which costs, like, what, 20 bucks? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they take out all the moving parts in the UMD spot. So it's, a che- it's cheaper to make than the PSP 3000, yet they're going to charge 70 extra bucks for it. Yeah. I was all for it until I saw the price. I was yeah. all for the PSP Go until I saw the price. And it's a smaller screen. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a smaller unit. But, you know, I just want to call in. Yeah. In on it. I love you guys. Thank Bobby you. Black Wolf, Friday Night Gaming. <laughs> Thank you. Guys you are awesome. I enjoy it so much. Thank you so Thanks much for, for giving me this content. Thank you very much. We appreciate you listening. No problem. Thank you. All right. Bye. So uh, we're going to try this call again. We got one that he's been calling. So uh-huh. we're going to see. So uh, let's see if this one works. Friday Night Gaming, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Thank you so much for giving me this content. Thank you very much. See, you're, you're echoing back to us, man. Hello. Hello. Who is this? Chris in um, Hyattsville, Maryland. Chris, Chris so uh, finally we can t- now talk to you. I, I apologize. Yeah, we sorry. Haven't... Scott kept dropping off, yeah. so, and I was watching you live on Ustream, and yeah. that's what was the echoing. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Um, out of the three um, motion, new motion systems, Wii Motion Plus, mm-hmm. Project Natal, the, the PS3 One right. thing, I don't know what's called which one do you think would be the best out of the three um i still prefer my buttons <laughs> you see this right here he is a button i, I understand i understand that this is a barrier to entry and peter molyneux says this is our biggest hindrance and i'm holding up a ps3 controller by the way uh i, I understand that but this is the best controller uh there is nothing that has told oh. me that motion sensing is a better controller That satisfy you? <laughs> I think you might not be able to hear uh, us more. Yeah, you're cutting off a little. Oh, okay. It's us. We're on our cell Hello. phones. <laughs> I'm on Skype. Oh, right. oh, okay. So it's cutting off. I had to shut down your feed. Can you repeat that again? Sorry. Okay, ba- basically the, the short version is, um, you know, I don't think anything's going to be any better than a con- uh, button traditional controller. I don't think motion controls are the future. Oh. So, um, but I, the only one I've actually used is Wii Motion Plus, so I can't really comment on the other two, just because I haven't used it. Oh. Okay. All right. Thanks All so right. much. Thanks. Shall we check some videos out? What, what, what do we have, man? We got we have everything. Like I, I and you guys probably can't see this yet. Um, we we decked out. Like I didn't know. I didn't think we were actually going to get to pull off what I wanted to do tonight. So tonight, and I'm actually going to put this camera on here so you guys can see, we brought everything. We've got a Wii, a PS3, 
and an Xbox 360. And you see, here's one of the things about the Wii. You see, see this? That? Yeah. You see that the Wii is on right now, and you infrared. can actually see the infrared on a camera. Uh-huh. You can actually see where the infrared stuff is. So I just thought I'd point that, that out. That's cool stuff. You that can't is, see it just by looking at it to the right Yeah, here. we can't see the blue, but you can see it there on the, on the screen. And infrared <laughs> is, is blue. How about that? You'd think it'd be red. For all you guys that... Yeah, ultraviolet. So, so uh, we've got everything here. So we, what we've got, we've got the Wii on. We've got the Nintendo Channel. So we've got some f- uh, videos from there. Mm-hmm. We've got the PS3. I actually downloaded the entire Sony press conference so we could like fast forward through it and stuff. And on the 360, I downloaded like all the montage videos and stuff. And we actually do have some demos uh, of 360 content. So I mean, we were just talking about the PS3. So why don't we check out um, what's on the PS3? Let's see if I can. Remember which? That's not it. That's it. So uh, and also we actually have our pictures on the PS3 as well. Uh, so let me turn this on. And yes, as uh, as people were seeing here, the Ecto One was there. This is one of my pictures. The Ecto One. It says, "Please do not touch, <laughs> or you'll be incinerated by a photon blast." Now here's my funny story. My my little celebrity story. I'm sitting here taking pictures of the Ecto One. Blah blah blah. This was good, right? And here. and you and and I'm like, it, this was actually before E3 opened. This was actually during the Nintendo press conference. And if you look up here in this top right corner, do you want to know who that is, folks? That's Tony Flippin' Hawk. <laughs> okay, and so I'm sitting here taking pictures of the Ecto One. There's Tony Flippin' Hawk right there, and I look over, and we're like, sup? And he's like talking to somebody, and then I go back to take more pictures of the Ecto One. I didn't care that he was there. Right. That is that. I didn't even see him there. So, Tony Flippin' Hawk, that's my celebrity sighting, and you notice I have to zoom into a corner. That's how much I care that he was there. <laughs> um, here it is, guys. You guys need to see this because everybody never believes me. It's a trade-only event. That means you can't get in unless you're in the industry. Okay? Just thought I'd show No one that. under 17. So, uh, this was the Beatles rock band stuff. Like, I only took, like, 17 pictures all week. So, we're going to get through them really quickly. Um... This was they recreated the Abbey Road Studios in here. That's actually a guy I've, I like see him at every event. Remember this? What do, we, what do you have here? What is that? That's the limo. Uh, we did a limo. We'll talk all about the limo ride. That was and cool stuff. This right was there. actually in the, the, the we weren't we weren't allowed to take pictures inside during the demo, but this was the room they built out for uh, the new MMO Star Wars: The Old Republic. It was actually kind of cool. That's the way they built it out. And by the way, there's next year's dates. Make your tr- make your plans now. June 15th through 17th. See you next year. And that's all the pictures I took, actually. You just saw that. Oh, except for this. This was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. The Hotel Figueroa out right in downtown Los Angeles fa- facing the Staples Center. Yeah, this was, what, about three blocks down the road? Ra- yeah, it's like, yeah. But Final Fantasy thirteen. So. There's some very large. And, and there he is. Banners and posters. There's. There's Brutal Legend right there. Breakman says, you guys remember the limo ride? You didn't do it right. Um, Ah, Glenn Glenn actually (laughs) didn't remember the limo ride at the end. There was a couple couple limo rides. I remember that one. There was a couple, yeah. I remember that one. This is my crappy camera. Okay, and uh, I do want to say this right now. This was just my camera taking stuff. This was the them playing the Beatles rock band. Now, I do want to say this, guys. Okay? And this is to one very specific person. 
stop sending us messages over PSN during the show. <laughs> it's extremely rude because we're going to have to stop what we're doing just to read what you have to say. I understand you want to contribute, and I appreciate it, but we're not going to read your message. We're not going to stop what we're doing, open up the p- message tab, and read your message on the air because it just stops the flow of the show. So we have chat for That's what chat.allgames.com is for. So if you want to com- communicate with us during the show, you do chat. Don't continually send us messages and stuff because we're not going to read them on the air. Because uh, we'll, we'll see them after the show, but not before. How about that? Fair so, enough. So... No, we're not going to. But it's free. Voltron is free on the PSN right now. You may want to the The first episode of Voltron is free on the PSN. So uh, we're probably just going to skip through this one a little bit. Do-do-do. This was their kind of intro stuff where they're like, oh, we got the PS3. And then everybody's like, is that the PS3 Slim? And, and then it's a PS2. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's the PS3. And everybody's like, oh, my God, the PS3 Slim. No, it's PlayStation 2, guys. Sorry. And then the PSP. And the PSN. I don't know why it's separate. So we're not going to... Actually, these are some... We'll do, the, we'll do the game trailers. I just I wanted to skip through the PowerPoints. You know, because there's like a lot of... This is how much we sold this year. And Sackboy didn't do it this year, so it's not as cool. No. Now, actually, at the briefing, there were two other screens on the side that actually told you what games you were looking at. So I don't know which ones you're actually looking at here. I mean, I can name some of them. But, uh, you know, like Tiger Woods, PGA, and God of War, and... Army 2. And it's a Queen song, because they're doing Sing Star, Sing Star Queen. So they're doing... They, everything's Queen here. That was that Bayonetta. Yeah. And, I mean, you got to realize, this was a huge screen there. It was, like, huge, like, 40-foot screen mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There was Uncharted 2. So, um... So, I mean, I am going to skip through it. Because, I mean, this is all online. You can download this. Um, then they show the PSP. And where can they get this footage from? Uh, the P- PlayStation Network, actually. I, I downloaded it right off the PlayStation Network. Here he is. This was the best line of the entire press conference right here. Congratulations to you, Jack, for this. Wow. Thank God you guys showed up. <laughs> Given this industry's ability to keep confidential information, I was concerned that there really wouldn't be anything to be said at uh, these press conferences. <laughs> I was one of those cheering. That, that was a good one. And you know, we consider ourselves to be industry leaders at PlayStation, and press leaks are no exception. We are not going to be outdone by anybody. (laughs) Good man, Jack Uh, Trenton. My heartbeat is redlining at about 200. So blah, 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 blah. We're awesome. Now, Final Fantasy XIV is a little bit later. (laughs) But I do want to show that because we all like, what the hell? You know, are you misreading things? Because we're all going, what? Ratchet and Clank Future, A Crack in Time. Yeah, Ratchet. Batman Arkham Asylum. Yep. Yeah. Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. Rock Band Beatles. Rock Band Beatles. Yeah, see, this is the nice thing about PS3. List, it's abundantly clear. In I can make them to, to speak just a tad bit games. faster. Ah, the power of the PlayStation. So blah, 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 blah. All these, you know, here, here's the part where they're like, this is how much money we make. We're awesome. 
We feel that Uncharted 2 sets the new gold standard in limit pushing. Now, I, w- I yeah, want to hear because I haven't listened to this. This is good. So I don't know if you can actually hear all the plants cheering at every single point. Like, he takes one step forward and they all go crazy. And starting tonight at midnight, you can join us in the Uncharted 2 multiplayer beta. I actually got into the multiplayer beta, too. Yep, yep. We're in, we're in. But we promised we'd be back to show you more of our single-player campaign. So today, you'll see what is not only one of the best technical showcases on any platform, but an active cinematic experience like no other game out there. This is amazing. So I'd rather show you than tell you. I haven't played it. Here is. I I haven't played it. I I downloaded the beta to this, but I haven't actually played it yet. Remember, this is the game that's not supposed to have any load time at all. Right. Just free-flowing. What? Can you hear him? No, they. You don't. There you go. Oh, yeah. Like I said, he just. Oh no, that's here. <laughs> okay, this way. This is a. Look at the the scenes in this thing there. What are you? Asking? Yeah, they are cutting out the audience cheering because because yeah. like I know that was actually here when you what you just mm-hmm. heard, but that's what happened. They're live. Yeah. See, it's kind of weird. Oh, okay. No, you can actually hear go. some of them. You can. That's all your plants in the audience. Those, and I'm like, he. This is not the first game where you've Come been able on, to jump up a building. Moving. Yeah, see, they're clapping for that. I'm like, this is Guys, not the first game the where you've gone down a zip line. No. Looks like we're gonna have to shimmy across that beam. Ah, shimmy's a shimmy. Oh my god. Oh god, be careful. It's the lady from Skype. Oh, oh. Shit. Ah. I've got you, give me your hand. Just go! Oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And during all this, you know, they're like there was a guy in front of us and even like later on he's like, What? Like that was literally what he was doing. He's like, I can't believe that they're able to do this. And it was like one time, it was like they were showing like they showed the PSP Go or something. Like they held it up. It's like, what? Oh my god, I can't believe it! <laughs> this did look cool, and for us, they actually showed it on that comp- on that huge screen. Yeah. They they took up the entire thing. And we could see the jaggies. Like, there are so many jaggies when you blow it up that big. I don't know why they did it, but... That's one thing. I don't know if you realize that during... uh, And, you know, we're going to continue the movie playing here. Um, You can find this, obviously, online uh, on the PlayStation Network for free. Um, And also, Game Trailers probably has it. You can see this. Um, But, uh... The thi- here's the thing is, I don't know if you noticed this, but you could see so many more Jaggies at E3 because it's nice, high-definition, huge screens, and you're standing one foot away from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you run into that? Did you, like, see, like, maybe the graphics would be better if I was on my couch? Yes, yes. You know, did and you? this is one of them. Like, this looks great to us here because it's a small, tiny screen, but when they blew it up to 40 feet, yeah, you could see every single Jaggy. Like, there are a lot of Jaggies in this game. But you won't see it on your couch. Mini Ninjas. Yes. For uh, the Wii was one of those that I walked up to and was amazed by mm-hmm. how pixelated and jagged it was. What a cool looking game. DRP says, holy cow, a gun! Oh my god! So no load times in this. 
Yeah. It's supposed to be just the fluid thing. Yeah. So, you know, more, more, you know, a grenade, oh my god, woo, and all that stuff. So we're going to skip through this. I mean, like I said, you can find this. You're not watching this just to see that, you know, we're, we're not going to just sit here and just go through the entire press. I just wanted to highlight some certain things. I don't think there was anything else in part one. Yeah, MAG with its 249 players. Yeah. No, I think it, they, they lowered it to 249. I know they said 256, but they said something about 249 was the real number. They had to lower it six. I don't know. 120. Prepare for fast forward. Uh, and then there's there Kaz, was, and there's the PSP Go. There was your Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. PSP, the you the Hannah it. Montana plants. We all cheered for the Hannah Montana stuff. Where's the Hannah Montana? You got to go yeah, back a little bit before this. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We did. We there were. It was like a running joke. Oh. Rock band. There, oh, there we go. There, there it is. It Here we go. Here <laughs> we're we go. bringing you a hope. Some of our plans to expand PSP to reach to a younger, more diverse demographic and further appeal to teen and tween girls. Teen and tween? For starters, we're working with <laughs> Disney to launch a Hannah Montana bundle, compete with a lilac-colored PSP this July. All Just right. sold a few right there. That's awesome. <laughs> we're bringing a host of other content. To, <laughs> to everybody that was 17 and older. Yeah. <laughs> so PSP Go, 250. We all booed. No, we didn't. Oh, that was the end. That's the end of part one. We're gonna go to part two. Yeah. So then they show Polyphony. Did, we're finally getting a Grand Turismo on the PSP. Now this is the thing that I couldn't get. Okay, you guys watching this? Now he's he's giving a speech at a press conference, right? Mm-hmm. Usually there are teleprompters. Yes. Now if you watch, he's got a translator next to him writing things down. I'm like, isn't this supposed to be a prepared speech? Couldn't they at least teleprompter the, the translator? Everybody else. Regarding volume and the scale, Grand Turismo PSP that is wild. I mean, he did, he did a good job of it, but I mean, yeah. I was like, you know, it's a press conference. It's already scripted. Mm-hmm. Just read the script. Gran Turismo on the PSP Go. That's what we were seeing there. Do 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 do. New Metal Gear Solid, yeah. the missing link. Yeah. There, there's the day after he appeared on Microsoft stage. Uh, Peace Walker. The setting is Peace Walker. That's it. After Peace Metal Walker. Gear Solid Three. Um, it's in 1970s. DRP223 in chat says, Bobby, if I follow you around next E3 going, wow, it's Bobby Blackwell, will you fly me out there? Tedekin did that. <laughs> and I was like, dude, stop. Like, that's what he, every time he's, oh my god, it's the Bobby Blackwell. <laughs> Ted. So, no, I will not fly you out there. It's <laughs> Okay, blah, 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 and then they show PS2-style graphics on the PSP. I'm sure it's going to be a good game. It's Metal Gear Solid. There he goes. He hides in the box. He hides in the box. He hides in the box. There we go. Going on to achieve monumental success. Resident Evil on the PSP, which they don't show. They just show you that. Come to PlayStation Portable in 2009. Oh, yeah, and then the PSP montage. Like which includes like Little Big Planet and uh, some other stuff in there. Really, Little Big Planet and Rock Band Unplugged, 
which they showed, which is kind of funny because I've been playing it. Yeah. Rock Band Unplugged, so I don't consider it an upcoming game. And then PlayStation Network. Doobie-doo. Namco and uh, this is... Oh, they're showing Home. More stuff. In, and they're like, if you haven't been in Home, this is what you've been missing. And I'm like, wow, my home experience isn't anything like this because I have Home. No, mine either. And then they show some more PS3 games that look cool. Going, we're just we're just speeding through. Did you guys see what I just saw in there? What? What did you see? This was another game that I'm rewinding. Is there something I'm oh, supposed to be stopping for? It was, it was a game that I, I I did not see coming, and I'm glad that I was just re- reminded of it when when it just flashed through it. What was it? Saw. Yeah, saw, saw the game. Man. Well, I, I stood there and played this game mm-hmm. through a couple of the traps. Yeah. And I was highly amazed. Very good. I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit. And Breakman asks, Chun- Chun-Li is walking around home. That's one of the things. It's one of, You can actually buy the Chun-Li outfit in home. Like, that's one of the revenue models. So Rockstar Games, they have a new PS3 exclusive franchise. We'll see how long that lasts. It's called Agent. Then they come out and show you Assassin's Creed 2. This looks pretty good. It looks pretty good, yeah. It's in the Italian Renaissance. And he kills people. And hides in haystacks. He does. I know. What? I can't believe it. He kills people. Yeah. The impressive, the most impressive thing about Assassin's Creed 2 that I saw was the banner on the side of the building. Yeah, with the cloth physics and stuff. Man. The game is massive and... Game is massive in scope. Up, oh, that's the end of part two. So let's go to part three. So we can get to Final Fantasy fourteen on all of us going, what what are you talking about? Oh yeah. Here we go. So here's here's the thing. Here's across PSP and PS3. It's like now, if there's ever been a franchise that has more consistently raised the bar with every single new fantasy, it's the dream workers at Square Enix that have brought us more than a dozen different versions of the Final Fantasy epic. You all know Final Fantasy 13 will be coming to PlayStation 3 in the spring, and I'd like to show you a video they've prepared to whet your appetite. Okay, so this is of uh, 13, which we've actually run on the show, uh-huh. but it was in English this time. So we're not going to run it because we've already seen it. We'll just zip through it. You and you translated it so well for us. I know. Without the notepad. Exactly. I didn't need a notepad. Actually, it was a notepad. It was a notepad. It was just on the computer. We're very excited about Final Fantasy thirteen, but Square Here. Enix isn't stopping there. They're also hard at work on the title that comes after that. Listen to the crowd and reaction. I'm proud to introduce and show the first footage anywhere of Final Fantasy XIV. What? And PlayStation yeah. 3 will be the only console you'll be able to play Final Fantasy XIV on when it launches in 2010. What are you talking wow. about? <laughs> you can hear the crowd reaction. We're like, um, you're really saying that wrong, right? Yeah. Nobody know what to say other than that. Yeah, I know. Because we're like, you really meant Versus, right? Because Final Fantasy XIII Versus is a PS3 exclusive. And, you know, we're like, that's, that's what you meant, right? <laughs> you, you're kidding me. 
And then I'm like, this is not versus. Mableton is uh, jizzing in his pants right now, so I'm considering if I should just skip this. Again. But you notice he said Final Fantasy XIV. They didn't hit the punchline mm-hmm. until the very end. So we're like, it's a Final Fantasy game. Now, one thing is, it's a console exclusive on the PS3. It is going to be on the PC as well. And Tiger Claw says the crowd got pwned the minute they saw online in the title. The minute they saw online in the title? Yeah, yeah. because that's, that, that was the thing. Because he just said Final Fantasy XIV. And, you know, by the way, that's the spoiler. Tiger Claw spoiled it for the rest of you. Because this was the part where, like, okay, is, did he really mean Final Fantasy? Yeah, that's 14. And then it's like, bam, right oh, there. Wow. There's the online right there. Yeah. A new online epic begins. <laughs> PlayStation. Did you Pre- hear that? That's what happens when you trade it in. Yes. So there's one that didn't leak out, huh? There's Did one you that say- didn't leak out. <laughs> Did you say that was going to be on the PlayStation? Yes, PlayStation. The PlayStation. Gamers, teen and tween girls. And you can keep that mic on, you know. On all three platforms. I have a not just knob over here that turns it up and down. Holiday season, <laughs> but what's going to keep everyone excited for the? Yes, I said knob on the air. <laughs> so what are they? Oh, here it is. Here, here's the motion. Here's the Wii Motion Plus. This is the part I was actually looking for. Anton's going to demo, and I'm going to explain what's happening on, on screen. Hey, guys. So I'm going to actually kind of fast forward just a little bit. But this is – they've got the wand. So they're using the, iTo- the better than anyone else, PS3i. Okay? Eye. Mm-hmm. So you already have the PS3i. Or you, you probably exactly do if you yeah. bought Eye of Judgment. You've got it. So you don't need to buy a new camera. This is using your existing camera. and then you, But basically you have these little uh, – wa- uh, little – Wands that have lights on the end, and that's what it, the uh, the PS3 I catches on. Now, if you notice in this, he is screwing so sports, up a lot. That proves no to me this is not fake. Yeah. The fact that he couldn't get it working proves to me that this was not pre-done, out. and notice this is this is completely real. Because if it was, all right, let's try this. Yeah, he was having trouble. Yeah, but he yeah, hit it then. Yeah, he did. Hit it on the back So side. that proves to me that what they're showing was 100% genuine because if it wasn't, he would have hit it the first time. Mm-hmm. They would yeah, so not have oh, had him just stand up there trying to hit weapons it. Weapons are always good, especially large ones. Uh, Gribber11 wants to know if you remember the name of the racing so game last week that you had talked about. <laughs> you can imagine if you, he could be racked. <laughs> yes, I do, guys. You are going to hate me and throw stuff at me, so no. I'm not telling. What is it? It, it was it was crash time. <laughs> it was crash time. That's what we said. I know. Okay. You said it. You knew. Got you. All of you knew what it was. And I'm like, no, that's not it. That's not it. Just did not sound right to Can me. We have a flashlight now. Notice we have true 3D pointing. You can move around and point from any position or angle here. And this this is a lot better than what Wii Motion Plus can do because okay, they're using the camera so instead of just accelerometers and infrared. So that's, that's where they improved over this, and that's why the oh, yeah. Wii Motion Plus can't do the, all this. And what are they calling this? I don't think they said. All right, uh, more fire fire. Uh, now we're talking. Gold okay. Desert Eagle. Kind of gangster so gun turned yeah. sideways. This new controller 
in motion control in general, people have thought are more of a casual experience. And we expect very great casual experiences. But yes, we also want to enable casual. some more gamers games. We think that'll be a great use of this controller too. This would be great right. for so some cool arcade games. Yeah. Mode, There's the first person Anton shooter mode. You can actually move around the room and point and shoot things. I'm sorry. I still need, I think, buttons and analog sticks and or mice and keyboard for that mounter. We learned from iToy that buttons... I mean, this is a great concept demo, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'd play an entire there, game like that. There's some experiences what you about can you? do without them. Gun games. Huh? Light gun games. That is all. Light gun games, yeah. that's. But I wouldn't play, like, first-person shooter. Like, I didn't, you know... No. I am a light gun junkie, so, yeah. This is great. Yeah, this would be good for a... Oh, so, uh, <laughs> you can imagine the kind of special effects you can overlay oh, yeah. on the video. Oh, yeah. He said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we're going to switch gears completely here. This next demo, it may look simple, but it's one of the hardest things to do precisely. Anton is effectively reaching into the scene, bridging the gap between yeah, the look real at that. and virtual N- world. Pom-poms. Cheerleading game the right there. For mm-hmm. the ultimate sandbox. See, once again, yeah. if this was really faked, that really would not have fallen. The, the That's why I can tell you that this is, you know, that, that they're doing this in real time up Another there on that thing stage. Really difficult to do in a virtual world is drawing. This is what blew me away right here. Writing no, no reason that you'd ever need to really do this, but the fact that it's this precise, that he can actually have decent handwriting, just waving in the air. And look at that. He pulls a Bobby Blackwolf. He pulls a Bobby Blackwolf. Where is it? There's a smiley ah. face. So the, the pencil shows off the precision really well, but for something a little more artistic, Anton's going to move on to some more uh, paintbrushes here. He's actually metering out the amount of paint that's being put on the canvas using the analog trigger right now. Nice. <laughs> For something like a, a spray paint can, the angle actually matters of what he's doing here. Ooh, dripping right down the wall there, nice. Yeah. Of course, you know, if you just want to mess around. <laughs> you can do that too. Yeah, see, and Microsoft so also showed a, a painting demo where they did this type of stuff. But it doesn't have to be used literally. But Microsoft's, it was so broad mm-hmm. when, when you see Project Natal. You can use it instead, say, to lay Yo. out a pattern. I, I see a new title. What's that? Bob Ross, Joy of Painting. They were going to make that on the Wii, oh, or, oh, or the DS or something. You know, you could always try again. Better. <laughs> there it is. There, there's your dominoes. Other things that use drawing are selection. Selection is one of the keys to something like a real-time strategy game. Finally, we have an interface on a console that lets us do real-time strategy. Here you can see Anton's lassoing troops, and then he draws a path for them to follow. You can imagine using this for other kinds of games, like football. You could draw out the r- route no. for a wide receiver. To Never. <laughs> Sorry, no. No, 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 Madden, no, no, no. Madden, Madden needs its buttons and its analog sticks. I'm sorry, no. Blurring the lines between RTS and first-person shooter here. We, are, we already showed first-person shooter once, Anton. First-person RTS. Right. Anton's going to set up mm, the next That's demo. good We're RTS. We're going to gears here a little bit. We're going to step out of our, our, our room here and move into a... A virtual arena. Computer arena? Roswell, Georgia? That's where we are. Actually. They're going to walk in. So as you can see here, 
My motions are mapped directly onto the character. When I move, but no legs. See, that's the thing. Natal can do the legs. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Of course, this is no good if you can't hit anything. So we've all seen lots of demos with swords and shields before, but the kind of precision Anton's getting here with the tip of that sword is just crazy. Tickle, tickle, tickle. (laughs) Tickle, tickle. Of course, we can do all the standard moves. We can thrust high, low, sweep, hit high. This is one of my favorites. There you go. Uh, Breakman says, Madden 2010 for the Wii. Just go outside and play. Go outside. How many years of kendo was that? (laughs) You can also use it in a defensive posture, too. Look at that. He's actually good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this is a little bit different. Now we've shown you, you can see Ninjas. one-to-one Anton's hands moving, and the virtual hands move exactly as he does. <laughs> you can point and throw. No you can hear the plants. Like, what? Oh. Going behind the back. You can really do anything you want with this. This was impressive. I mean, this and Natal are both impressive. I'm not going to deny. Everyone's favorite in our lab's interface here, the archery mechanic. He reaches behind his back, pulls out an arrow, and knocks it. Of course, the tension on the string matters, so the farther I pull it back, the more power I'm going to launch into this guy. Oh, oh. <laughs> right, right in the nuts. Uh, the farthest guy on the right there. Gangster style, yeah. Gangster style. Ready? Let me see if I can. Oh. Nice. Uh, let's something a little bit more dramatic. Oh! <laughs> Hit him in the head. In the face. In the face! All right, last shot, last shot. You got shot in the face! By a dude with two wands. And here. Anton's actually <laughs> dropping down to one knee, Robin Hood style, to finish this last shot. <laughs> Camera has no problems tracking him when he does that. All right. Peace. Well, I hope these. It's about that time they did someone to sparked your imagination. It certainly yeah. sparked the imagination of our development community. I mean, I, I didn't. I thought Eye Judgment was a great more about the tech demo. Yeah, it was a cool idea. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. So the only thing they showed after this was uh, they showed, like, the mod racer thing, which we're not going to get into because we're, you know, it's 9.30 already. Um, and then God of War 3. And you can find all that on the PlayStation Network. It's all free and everything. So uh, so we got Microsoft as well. We just heard that from uh, from out here. So we're going to switch over because we're all Xbox here. Now, did Microsoft allow you to download their press conference onto here? Not all of it, but I got... Some I've got trailers, and they actually have some stuff streaming as well, if I'm still connected, which I may be or may not be. Uh, so let's see. My Xbox. This is actually my other 360. So let's see. What do I have on it? Okay. So this is the Project Natal video. Okay, so this is just the trailer for it. Um, I bet it's, I think it's like, I think we have to stream the actual, like, presentation. 
So I'm not going to show that mainly because that's all faked. Like that entire thing was faked, sadly. Um, but I think if I go to – and you can do this too at home. Let's see. Spotlight, here it is. So let's see. Watch – yeah, so watch the game demos. And so this Natal, what, what, what are we going to – what does Natal stand for, Bobby? Uh, they don't know. It's a project. Uh, he actually... Um, Welcome. The creative director of Project Natal, Kudo Sonoda. Now, basically, I actually watched, I think, uh, on G4, mm-hmm. like, this guy, Kudo, came on, and they asked what it meant, and it was like, well, it's a town in Brazil, All and right, one of the guys is Brazilian, and um, stuff, so and, and it means freeform or something, so like, it's actually got a meaning. to think beyond. And what did Beyond really mean to our team? He's a rock star. Well, we he is. To build experiences I have, no matter what I have your age or sunglasses ability, too, you know. <laughs> you can instantly jump in and have fun. While providing core gamers a level of control they never dreamed possible. Experiences where you have total control over your in-game character just by moving your body or using your voice. You have control over your avatar in the most natural way imaginable. So we got some early prototypes that we want to show you that really illustrate our vision. This tech demo, it's a full-body athletic and competitive activity. I, I think I can pull it off. Mm-hmm. So let's I think in. I can be kudo. All right, so the great thing about Ricochet is how fast anybody can jump in and start having fun. There's no controls to learn. You already know how to play the game just by knowing how to move your body. The simple point of this game is to destroy the bricks at the end of the hall. It's like a 3D breakout where your body controls the ball. So, Abigail, why don't you take it away? So you can see right away the things that can only be done with Natal. Abby's got full control of her avatar just by moving her body. No that, that, That's kind of cool. Yeah, that I is, would never do it. That is cool. Because it gives you a workout. <laughs> but hey, this demo, it's not just about waving your arms. You can also move around freely in 3D space. X-Link so says Natal is the new Skynet. Yeah, the, the Milo the that they show at the end. She wants. Uh, she can move in and that, out that's the Skynet version one right there. Right yeah. That Milo character. And when you combine this kind of full avatar control and the ability to move around freely in your living room, I got you're going to get for you true on this, physical on this clip. play. Nice kick hmm. serve, Abby. What's that? So besides being super fun to play, Ricochet you see the movie The Island? Great shape. No. You can see by the nature of the game, they do this. They fight each other in a ring. Oh this style. And it says Xbox 360. This isn't a game in that movie, the, the, the Island. Wow. Just like this. Yeah, did you hear him? what he just said? He's like... You don't need to use any preset waggle commands. Ooh. <laughs> no waggle commands. All right. Nice job, Abby. Yeah, they're not, and now with the they're not letting the me backwards on this. Get the streaming. full body tracking and the precision to build deep layers of gameplay. So we're using real world physics to calculate how each ball reacts to her body. So she can aim to hit those multi-ball power-ups you see down at the end of the hall. Tire Claw is a good question, you know, yeah. low-light households, because, like, you're in the movies doesn't work for me because I'm in low-light. Yeah. Awesome job, Abby. Let's give her a hand. Yay, Asian girl entertains the crowd. Yay. <laughs> she wasn't so in the, the bikini. Single player, but our technology will also allow us to track multiple people so we can make all games a multiplayer as well. So this next tech demo we're going to show you highlights the purely creative and collaborative types of experiences you can build with Project Natal. We call this demo Paint Party. Paint par- so we're going to pause this and take this call. Friday Night Gaming, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay. It's Recon Elite again. Recon Elite, what's up? No, I- I'm just watching a video of, of the Xbox Project uh-huh. Natal, I guess that's what it's called. Yeah, Project Natal right now. That's its code name. Okay. 
Now, my question is, do you think there's a similar technology like the iToy from Sony? Um, a little bit. I mean, it's it's got um, depth perception because it can do the 3D mapping and stuff. And, and it basically, it looks at, uh, you know, it, it can actually detect, like, if your dog walks in front of you and stuff. It'll know it's your dog and not you. So it, it actually oh, has a little, it has a few more sensors, probably like infrared sensors or something that detects depth. You know, like sonar, like pinging out maybe. Well, all of it obviously is going to have to have some kind of a, a synchronization or setup when you get it all to, no, regardless of the device they're using, even if there's sensors behind you, side to side, or in the front, it's probably going to have some type of calibration. So now you think like the way this E3 was where Microsoft and Sony was showing, you know, motion controllers, do you think that's going to be the future of gaming or you think we're going to stick, you know, still stick to the buttons? I hope not. I, I think I this is, I think this is just going to be an, an add-on kind of thing, uh, and not a barrier to entry. I'm no, it's, sorry, this, it's not. An, this is okay. It's okay to use this. It's okay. That's changing the entire format of what of the moneymaker form. I think this is just going to be something extra, an add-on, a cool, just like the Guitar Hero stuff. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, we're not playing first-person shooters with the with the guitar. No. It's just one of those yeah. extra things they're going to add although, to make it more versatile. Although somebody did. Try yeah. to play uh, what uh, Soul Caliber with they the did. guitar. Mm-hmm. Kicks some ass too, I think. Because <laughs> you know, I, I just don't see myself playing like this game or, or whatever games released to it. Like you're at the movies, you know, yeah. because it wasn't fun. But they're going to listen to their um, customers to a certain degree. They're not going to yeah. put all this as the only format of play, or, or we're not going to buy it anymore. Yeah, because like I always said, you know, myself as the beginning, if, if I have to play this like a Call of Duty or Halo, you know, I, I'm not going to do it. I'd rather just stick to the keyboard and mouse. Yeah. You know, because I love controllers. I love how the first-person shooters have, they revamped and they've done a good job over the years of playing on a controller, first-person shooters. You know, I just can't, cannot see myself playing this as a camera and just, you know, moving around. Standing up or yeah. whatever it is. I mean, honestly, I, I I play games to relax. How many how many people here play games to relax? Yeah, to calm down. You don't want you don't want to have to jump around your couch just to play a game, right? I, it's a long day at work. I want to come home. I want to pwn some bitches. I'm going to get on this, and I, I'm going to pwn some bitches. I'm not going to be able to pwn bitches if I have to jump around after you know working you know the three hours a day I work or whatever it is. This is uh, yeah. this is their attempt to to fight all the negative stuff about how video games are making us making lazy. us fat and yeah. lazy and yep. yeah. This is the yeah. the McDonald's yeah. answer to video games. Yeah, I just wanted to know what your input was, so I just wanted to chime in on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting, and I, I I hope this is in the future. I hope this is just another element. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I I, I yeah. want I I want this stuff to work because I think it is a kind of neat. And it's, it's really cool, but I don't want it to replace this. Yeah, they don't. They're not going to change what's not broken, right? I mean, people are spending money and, and buying things, and yeah, it's going to be a cool idea for them to expand in, in the market mm-hmm. and to get even more people interested in playing games. Because when you can show an older group, and I'm not singling anybody out, but you, some some of the the other generation of people that aren't gamers, when you can bring this to them and say, "See, look, this is also what you can do." It's going to bring just that much more of of customers and audience to video games. 
Yeah, because like one of my fears is that you know at this E3, I was saying, oh my God, you know Microsoft and Sony are going to show something that's going to be something similar to like the Wii. And you know, right now, I just feel right now, you know, as much I'm not really of a Nintendo fanboy, but you know, it, it's just like Nintendo has a lockdown when it comes to the Wii. You know, with the Motion Plus and then all this stuff they're releasing now with the Wii Fit and everything like that. You know, to me, like when the Microsoft press conference was going on, I saw the Tony Hawk and then I saw the board. I'm like, no, you know, everything's going to be all motion type and, you know, it's just going to be the same way as Nintendo's releasing their stuff. It had me worried for a while. Well, you you saw what. I started. Yeah. You saw what Punch Out, how it gave you the options. Yeah, Punch Out gave the option, yeah. and we all turned off every all the motion stuff and just did the buttons. That's what I, I believe. If they do add these peripherals and things, they're going to give you the option. They're not going to take anything away from someone else. I don't. I wouldn't. You know, this is obviously my opinion, but with that Tony Hawk yeah, game, you know. you're, you're still going to be able to use the controller. I'm sure. Yeah. Or, or they're going to lose all the people who's bought the Tony Hawk games in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like you know, like you guys said, you know, when you come home, you just want to sit down and relax. You know, and I, I just felt that when I was seeing the press conference from Microsoft, I was just like, oh, no, you know, they're releasing a skateboard. You know, I, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to do something like Skate 2, you know, where I enjoy myself just using a controller, and I was just perfectly fine with it, you know, pulling the removers, you know, pulling the ollies, I was just perfectly fine with it. But when I saw Tony Hawk, I was just, no, you know, I, I can't do this when I come home from work you know a long day at work I just couldn't do it exactly thanks so much for your thoughts thanks so much for your thoughts man alright man my future is so bright I gotta wear shades see if Kudo can wear shades at the Microsoft press conference I should be allowed to wear shades on the show it's all the lights man it's all these lights that we have in here it's so bright here at the computer arena in Roswell Georgia I was playing Brutal Legend at one of the booths yeah and I and I I'm I'm standing there. I'm like, man, it's getting hot in here. And you turn around, and there's all these stage lights and lamps, and and, and there's stuff a huge like. subwoofer on the other yeah. side. And they're they're like, E3's too loud. And you've got a huge <laughs> subwoofer that takes up a quarter of your booth. Yep. Shall we go back to Project Natal? Back to Project Natal. So let's see. There, there's me with my cool shades, and then there's and then I lose my mouse. And then there's Kudo. Kudo. Bam! There's Kudo right there. Let's get back to Kudo. What, what do you have to say, Kudo? It's a 3D art demo where you can use your full body. Oh, yeah, here's the paint thing. And voice recognition to express, express your inner creativity. So, to show off Paint Party, let's welcome Darren Bennett, a creative director at Microsoft Game Studio. And this brings out the Asian chick again. Hey Thanks, Kudo. She's covered with paint this time. No, uh, no, no. She does something even worse. She does something even worse. African elephant in the plains of Kenya. So I'm feeling inspired. Let's splat. Now, now we showed the Sony one, which we actually saw second. Like this was the first press conference. Light blue. All they're doing here is splatting things. They don't have fine control like you get with the Sony one. You know, he can only throw things up. That's my sky. Yeah. I think I'll put a. Great big cloud up in the sky. White. So I'll throw another bucket up there. There's my cloud. Now I'm going to go to the, some one-handed gestures and uh, paint some mountains in the background. He saw some Blue. of those while he was there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
There's my mountains. Now let's put uh, let's put some earth down. Dark brown. P- pretty earth. Pretty earth. And like this has the voice oh. recognition too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's go. kind of the thing is that you have voice recognition. What's up, Cole? Let's put some happy things in the corner happy there. Things. Then I'm happy things. Happy things. It's happy. Brown. Happy little trees. Lay down a little extra texture on there. Never get some. Uh, Analogic wants to know if you can sell this on the Xbox Live Marketplace. Is this Velocity All Girl right. finally realized? A more texture and color in there. <laughs> can you make virtual uh, skateboards? Can I get a tree line in the background? Can I get some green? Can you get some green? All right, there's my tree line. So now he's in Kenya. I think yeah. that's a pretty awesome background, <laughs> but uh, I'm not quite satisfied yet. I want to put a tr- a tree up in the so he's uh, put a tree. foreground. So could I get brown and make my trunk? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now uh, I'm going to put some palm leaves on it. Well, uh, green. <laughs> Sorry, had to had to. So there we go. And he's making a palm tree. My hand. A palm, palm tree in Kenya. Palm leaves on there. Not even sure there are palm trees in Kenya. Yeah. But there we go. Okay, so I'm stoked on my background. Stoked. And now I want to make the elephant. And so I'm going to say pose. That brings in my stencil paper. And you can see I can use my whole body. Make MC any Hammer. kind of crazy pose I want. And if you have any friends or family in the coming back. you can invite them on in. And they can help you make some art as well. And since I'm making a four-legged for the Asian animal, chick. I need some help. So, Abby, would you like to come Time back for up the and Asian. help me make my elephant? Come now watch me. this. Come help me with my elephant. Yes. You ready for this? Watch okay, this. so here we go. <laughs> and she sticks her head. <laughs> All right. So there's her. Right elephant. up her butt. Wow. <laughs> right up his butt. All right. Let's get up a little snack. Gonna have a snack now, right? Yeah. Check it out. Nami, nami. Tastes good. <laughs> okay, so now see what you guys were, we're missing. Take our stencil. So ready. <laughs> X-Link says surprise butt sex. <laughs> Cheese. Hold that pose. <laughs> All right. So there's our. Oh, thanks, Abby. <laughs> okay. So now we're gonna paint them in. Elephants are gray. Oh, Microsoft. <laughs> Bar CTU is frantically calling Chris Hansen. Chris. Now I'm gonna Why don't you take my, a seat uh, right here? With my background when I say reveal. And there's our gorgeous masterpiece. Oh, yes. <laughs> gorgeous it is. All right, Compared to the Sony Daddy. one, though, I mean, yeah. well, see, I think for that, Sony, the Sony one was more impressive. In that particular instance. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, when it's all, we can deliver experiences that Sunglasses. can't be done in any other medium or Shades. on any other console. We got full body control of your avatar. Being able to move freely around in 3D space. Using your voice naturally is a part of the experience. And all without a controller. Project Natal work with all Xbox 360s and development kits are arriving at our partners today. And with that, I'll turn it back over to you, Don. Ah, oh, see, they didn't Great show the good Cooper. part. We can see they, they didn't alive. show the good part. What's that? They didn't show Bam. Bam Emerald Bam. was there. No, he he actually did this <laughs> thing. Like the first thing he did was one of the things that they showed is that um, in Project Natal, uh, you, it actually will recognize your face and will sign you into Xbox Live. It notices you're the one sitting on the couch, and he's like, and, and you can actually like control your avatar and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, have you ever wondered what the bottom of an avatar shoe looks like? Bam. 
and he kicks up his foot, and you can see the fuck. We have somebody on the phone here. Friday Night Gaming, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is an excellent call. Excellent. Did you ever wonder what the bottom of an Avatar shoe looks like? I finally saw it during E3, and then also saw that creepy guy clapping right after the butt sex. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> clapping, like, yeah, um, anyways, uh, mm-hmm. where should we go from here? I don't Well, but, uh, it's got to come out first. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> the biggest thing that was shocked to me was also um, Team Ninja doing the new Metroid. And, we hadn't gotten uh, a Nintendo yet. We hadn't gotten a Nintendo yet. Oh, I'm so sorry. So I shouldn't talk about that or Castlevania then? Yeah, we're, 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 well, I mean, Castlevania, I don't think we were going to cover. We were going to show uh, the Metroid and the new Super Mario Brothers and all that stuff. Well, I was, I was just saying it's surprising how these two companies are doing, like, two different games, like, out of the box, like, that's totally different from what they've been doing. So that that was shocking to me when I saw the who was doing what, so. Somebody calls somebody from each different place and lets them know what they're, what they're working on. <laughs> it's always stuff getting leaked. But it's awesome. It's going to be awesome to see what happens from this. So, yeah. So, what are you pulling up now, Bobby? You're going to see if you can't find. I'm trying to find. There was something. Let's see. I was trying to find something. Uh, something. You guys can keep talking. We can keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh huh. Excellent. Was going to tell us something. You want to go ahead and tell us about Castlevania since you weren't we weren't going to touch on Castlevania. Oh, well, Castlevania, I love the trailer. I saw the trailer for it. I absolutely loved the way they're doing it with the graphics and all. And also, Patrick Stewart did the narration for the trailer, which I thought that was awesome. And this mm-hmm. is Castlevania. What's the title? Uh, Castlevania Lord of the Shadows. Yes. Lord of Shadows. There you go. Lord of Shadows, Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Only on the Wii. That's correct, right? I believe so. So let, let, let's 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 show this. I'm going to try to show this. So let's Hang on. See. Yeah. Hang on. What's up? No, no, it's not only for the Wii. Okay. It's Xbox 360 and PS3. Castlevania? Yeah. Well, you heard you. that right. Thank you, sir. Just blew your mind. It's also being made by uh, someone who you might know. He made Metal Gear freaking solid. <laughs> okay, we're going to turn down that mic. He's getting a little oh. bit too uh, too much into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever wondered what the bottom of an Avatar shoe looks like? You ever wonder what the bottom of an Avatar shoe looks like? Well, bam! <laughs> bam! <laughs> it was a little remix. Wow. <laughs> this is all you needed to know. Wow, it looks just bam. like Kudo. Who in the world? <laughs> uh, YouTube. <laughs> Tosha wants me to link it to it. We're actually running this off of another computer, so yeah. I don't I can't I can't like copy paste the URL. I like that. That's that's a good mix right there. So if you ever wonder what the bottom of an Avatar shoe looks like, you can see in Project Natal. Bam, there it is. Also, I just posted a link for the uh, PSP uh, Go. Somebody put in uh, Ed Kotu, uh, 
The uh, fact that the PSP Go looks uh, familiar and it looks much like the Sony Milo for their cell phone. They put a picture side by side. It looks almost exactly the same to a certain degree. Oh, the Milo and the PSP Go? Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely has this resemblance to a phone in the way that it slides open. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so thanks for your call. We're going to continue no, no on with this, and then we're going to go into the Nintendo and talk about uh, some of their stuff. Gotcha, no problem. All right, thank you. Huh? Let's see, we've got some more left. Oh, no, that wasn't it. No, there we go, okay. Because I'm, I'm trying to see if there was anything else we wanted to look at with uh, our 360 before we switched over to Nintendo. The, the, the Wii, which has been sitting patiently. Uh, the Milo demo is there. Which So what's going on with the Milo? This is this is Skynet, huh? Yes, yeah, Skynet. Early stages of the Turk and, and Skynet. Let's see. i got to remember how to get there. Video library. There we go. I'll turn that down so you don't have to hear all the sounds. Um, Bobby almost thought he had an achievement unlocked. I know. Let's see. Was that? No. Lionhead presentation. Here it is. And these are all individually downloaded. I down well that one. The last one we watched was streamed. Okay. But this I actually downloaded, and it's actually from the press conference. They didn't offer the whole thing. Like Sony offered the entire press well, briefing. I'm sure you agree that it's, it's pretty revolutionary, and you know Peter Molyneux saying something's say revolutionary? revolutionary. That's the word interactive. Surely we've been making interactive games for 20 years, haven't we? Well, 30 years. Well, no, I don't think we have. Because that thing in our hands, that thing that's evolved in our hands, it got more and more complex, it got more and more buttons, actually has been the biggest barrier. No. Oh. I love... Because what we create is a connection to our worlds. And that's what I believe Natal does. And what if you leave with uh, anything today... Now, see, this guy scares me talking like this. What designers... And what this industry does with Natal will change the landscape of games that we play. Anyway, <laughs> we've been playing around with it at Lionhead for a few months now. And a week ago, a film crew came out and filmed uh, this video. Why don't we take a look now, at Now, this is actually really scripted. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, apparently, if you do not follow the script, they this doesn't work. We're able to do <laughs> but, I mean, it's very early. It's an early yeah. concept. And but that, like to me, actually proves part of, you know, the fact that it knows that you're reading off the script. It knows when you're not saying that. So that proves that they just need to write voices. in more he responses. Yeah. Can recognize emotions in it's that. not really this an AI. This is less an AI thing and more of a recognizing voice. It's voice recognition. Actually, I'm a bit nervous. You? Nervous? I don't believe it. This is the first time that thousands of people are going to see this. Thousands of people? Here we're seeing Claire being recognised. And the emotion in Claire's voice being recognised. And that emotion reflecting in Milo's face. Those are all being seen for the first time. So listen, I was thinking today you should let me beat you at football again. That is if you finished your homework. A girl beating a boy at football? Yeah, this is a fantasy. This is, <laughs> is that Claire knew Milo so well, she knew when he was worried about something. The head was down, he wasn't looking at the camera so much, and this is about you meeting a character, a person. Well, why don't I help you with yours? Then yours will be brilliant. Hmm. All right. Everybody want, every, everybody's going for the young boy thing. 
I'm like, wow, you guys really do need to meet Chris Hansen, don't you? I'm not even going to comment on that. Wondering where I can get a copy of this tech demo. Go away, Cole. Great, let's get started then. You've got to put these goggles on. Goggles? Now watch this. Put them on like this. She catches it. Okay. What? Like that. Claire has been thrown a pair of goggles. Notice what she did. This wasn't acted. She felt the need to reach yes, down. Yes, it was acted. She wasn't acted. Everybody, every Even though she's following the script. Has experienced this, <laughs> reaches down. Because they feel so connected to Milo's world. Cool. So what are we doing? You want to know what's funny? Do I have to stand at the edge? So I, I, I'm going to share this. The, the uh, Breakman in chat has been saying this a couple times. He wants to know where your parents are. He's here in the building. That's where his parents are. Oh, you, did your parents leave? Yeah. They he left. was here. Mm-hmm. He know They know he's here. Yes. They, they he do. watches the show. <laughs> so that's where they are. Yeah, I think Milo should be Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science. But yeah, but watch this. This is kind of cool. Like it does the reflection of from her in the camera. Oh, okay, cool. In the water, cheeky. There, Claire is in Milo's world. There she's in that pond. She's in it. Every hand movement Every is being movement recognized. recognized. Being able to touch fish. Being able to swish the water with her hand. Oh, yeah. Everyone who's experienced it. Science the hairs fiction. hairs standing up on the back of the head. Hairs now, on the back of the head. what's about to happen is some real magic. Well, you're good at drawing. They're only fish, but they're trickier than you think. Well, here, I'll have a go. <laughs> right. I'm going to do Suma says the FNG kid is far creepier than Milo. Big fin <laughs> and a smiley face. There we go. What do you think? Oh, what wow. just happened? Claire wow. drew a picture on a piece of paper. That is the cool. The, the whole, you know, scanning it in. Milo. Natal recognized the piece of paper, scanned the piece of paper in. Milo looked at that piece of paper, recognized the shape, recognized the color, and able to get on with his project. This is true technology that science fiction has not even written about. Until now. And this works. Today. Someone Today. in chat asked what the silver thing was on the top of the 360. That's Natal. That's part of the. Uh, so, that's part of what the what dev kit used to be, to, to my knowledge. Oh, okay. Like when it, if you get a developer years. kit, and I saw this at Epic, that's where they download and transfer it from the PC. You can meet okay. What I believe is a real character that understands you, that understands your voices, your emotions. That's In a logic cast, so you can draw anything. Probably not for this concept demo, but eventually, yes, it's going to have like recognition and stuff. iPad for the PS3 does the same thing. I did not get to meet Milo. My all-access pass did not give me all-access to Milo. Wow. Chris Hansen was there. He said no. No. You don't want to see Milo. Milo is was working at Cyberdyne at the time. <laughs> no, it's, uh, Squiggle says no sign, sci-fi, but there will be fan fiction. There's going to be coffee mods for Milo? <laughs> it's going to be hot. <laughs> well. 
So um, let's move over and let's just show some stuff from Nintendo. We don't actually have their briefing. Hand me the... Uh, here it is. It looks like you got the jitters there. Just a little bit. And yes, we are playing it directly from the Nintendo channel. This was a big hit out there. Yeah, I like this game. I played it a couple times. Yeah. I got my ass. I always got third place, though. This was good. Four player. New Mario. Super Mario Brothers Wii. And yes, sir, we are... Side-scrolling side goodness. Side-scrolling goodness, yep. You got it. There is some, like, up and down, but it's it uses the buttons. It uses the Nintendo-style controller. It's not all waggle motion... There are waggle elements that you can incorporate into it, but it's... It knows that the buttons are not a hindrance. And it is completely multiplayer. You go from cooperative to competitive. Because um, you need to cooperate to get through the level, but you also want to have more points at the end of the level than they do. This is the reason by the Wii right here if you don't already have one. Yeah. And this is coming out this year. Ableton's dancing. There's Yoshi. Yep, Yoshi in this, and you can actually eat other people. This was the level that kept killing us. We played this level in it, we kept dying. Because there's a boss at the end, too. There yes, we sir. go. We. Uh, DRP says no online. That is absolutely correct. They confirmed in the developer. I, I was in a roundtable with Miyamoto, uh, which with 300 other people, so it really wasn't a roundtable. Uh, and he confirmed that there is actually no online in the Super Mario Brothers Wii. There's just not enough processing power to be able to do all that. Jeff, you want to say something, Mableton? Yes. Uh, actually, have you heard of Mega Man 2.5? No. Um, okay, I was just curious about your opinions on, uh, I guess, side-scrollers. I like side-scrollers. I just suck at them most of the time. What about co-op side-scrollers? Scrollers. Well, like what, Contra? Didn't we die? Yeah, in a, yeah in pretty a, much. Yes, we did really yeah, quick. We died really quickly in them. Um, well, there's a third-party developer right now, Underground, who is developing a Mega Man 2.5. Uh-huh. Side-scroller co-op with Mega Man and Proto Man. There you go. So I was curious about... Uh, just basically, what would it take to be able to get a third-party developer to, uh, I guess, get in touch with somebody like from Capcom or whatever to do that? Just a lot of work? Luck. Yeah. Capcom okay. I mean, probably doesn't want to see anything like that. Yeah. Right yeah, and see, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, and you know, Capcom doesn't want to see that because then if they do it... Then they were copying off the third. Yeah, and then, so here's here's the problem. And actually, the the... The more the thing that actually people hear about is not really with games, but in music. If you follow Weird Al, okay, Weird Al Yankovic does parody songs. Mm-hmm. He absolutely refuses to listen to your parody song. He does not want to hear your ideas. He doesn't want to hear your song. He doesn't want to hear your lyrics, because then if he does that he later on, it. you could sue him because he heard it from you and he stole from you. Capcom probably doesn't want to see it because they may in the future want to do that themselves. Yeah. So 
you know, if they do that, then if these guys had a meeting with them and suddenly, you know, in uh, two years they happen to do a co-op Mega Man side-scroller, these guys could sue Capcom saying, hey, you stole our idea. We came in, wanted to work with you. Nothing happened, and then suddenly you've taken our Used idea it. and made a game. So Capcom probably doesn't want to talk to them. Yeah. It's kind of sad, but that's it's a legal cover-your-ass thing. Yeah, but the, but the best thing they can do is not make it in the Mega Man universe. Change it a little bit, um, and then and then you know maybe try then show that to Capcom and say, hey, wouldn't it be cool if this was in the Mega Man universe? Yeah, that would be a lot better than making it Mega Man and then going to Capcom because they will shut you down. I mean, it's a trademark IP infringement, so that would be their best course of action. How about? Let's, let's see what let's see what happens if uh, Team Ninja. Ah. There we go. Metroid. So what if Team Ninja made Ninja Gaiden with Samus? And what if the Wi-Fi worked? There we go. Yep, that's old Team Ninja for you. Dark Tootsie says, didn't Capcom used to take people's robot submissions? That was a contest type thing, so yes. And all the submissions became property of Capcom. Like, that was in the... And so that, that was in, the, in, in like, the legalese and stuff. So in that case, they, they owned it, so you couldn't sue them if they used it. What? Oh, my God. What? Sorry. I thought I was in the Sony presser. <laughs> Plant. Lady, lady. <laughs> Said I will throw my chest at you. Yes. Metroid Other M. It's Ninja Gaiden with Samus. Boom! You ever see what the t- the brains of a big purple monster look like? Bam! There it is. Look like this. No. <laughs> you? <laughs> I don't remember him. Time to go. This is awesome. Oh! The wee buffers! I am Samus Aaron. You will die. In 2010. And it buffers again. Nintendo Wi-Fi connection fails. I saw a booby trap in there. A booby? What? A booby trap. You saw a booby? She shot a laser from her chest. (laughs) (laughs) Booby traps and all. Mario Galaxy 2. We're going to do Mario Galaxy 2. Yes. Which, uh, in the and while this is going on, I'll tell you what I heard in the um, in the developer roundtable. Usually they don't put a, Mar- a second like Mario platforming title on the same console since the NES. Like, there was only one Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. There was only one Mario 64. There was only one Mario Sunshine. But there's two Mario Galaxies. Well, we had 
We had Yoshi's Island, which was uh, yeah, but I mean, it's more yeah. yeah, but I mean, it wasn't Super Mario. You know, they used the title to, to yeah. carry it along. But what he basically said was, you know, when they finished Mario Galaxy, the first one, there were like there were so many things they realized they could have done that they just couldn't fit in that game, and they kept building new stuff. And he says eighty five percent of what's in this game is actually new, like Yoshi's in this now, so you can now play as Yoshi. Mm-hmm. And it's buffering. So where can the audience go to get these? They just go the, to their Wii and download the Yeah, the, the, well, the Nintendo channel is free. Mm-hmm. Um, and you basically, you you can go into the Nintendo channel, and all these are streaming. We did not download these. They can just go in there and yeah. see some of the stuff that we saw at E3 yeah. straight off the Wii. And uh, actually, also what he said is that this game actually could have been released this year. Like, it's far enough along, it could be released this year, but they don't want to overshadow new Super Mario Brothers. Mm -hmm. So they're actually holding this game back until next year. So they're going to have extra time than they need to polish it and add more stuff. Um, Because they're going to let new Super Mario Brothers have this holiday season, and this is going to be next holiday season. It's for the Wii Slim. Yes. The Wii Go. The Wii Go. The Wii Wii. No. It's not going to France. No wee wee. Breakman did not like the crying Mario baby. No? No, he did not like him at all. Like, he's about to rage quit just because you made him think about the Mario crying baby. Did I? Yeah. I made him think about that? Yeah, you thought, maybe, because you mentioned uh, the Yoshi's Island. Oh, uh, my bad. Hey, it's a Mario ball. It's going to be Na-na. the Nintendo Us. Next next year. The Wii Wii? <laughs> the Wii Wii? The, the Rican Elite's about to call in again. Is he? Yeah. He's, he's excited like, about he's Nintendo. He's excited about Wii Wii. He has his Wii. Excited. I was actually watching, um, you know, in TV news, you know, Conan O'Brien took over The Tonight Show. And I, I actually... Uh, recorded his first show and I watched it today and I padded it at the end so I could actually I saw like the beginning of Jimmy Fallon who's still very nervous yeah. hosting late night but he made the joke of you know about Project Natal because that was that was Microsoft's press conference so he's like yeah you know Microsoft announced uh, Project Natal which you don't need any controller so now you can play with your Xbox at the same time as you play with your Wii Oh. Ah. and then he like spent a lot of time saying I mean the game console WII and he like pulls out the cue card and Gives it to an audience member, and he's like, it's not supposed to be that dirty. He had to mm-hmm. try to play it off, huh? Bower CT says it's going to be called the Nintendo Them. 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 Other people, not you. We, us, and them. And you. That's the handheld, is the you. There it is. Just you. Just you. So, um. So, what else was out there in the Nintendo world that. I don't know. I mean, well, of course, the Wii Fit Plus, which yeah, which I'm not going to show. It's not all that exciting. What's up? Dead Space Extraction. Dead Space Extraction. Do they have that in here? On the yeah, on I the saw way? it. It's a few pages in. They did have the oh, red still there it too. Is. Which you know, third, third, third one there. There you go, Dead Space. Let's see if I. Ah no! You missed it. No, you did red still, huh? Right. Oh, I got to enter my birthday. 
Oh my goodness. Eighty six is probably cool. There we go. We'll, just we'll make them feel good. Yeah, here it is, dude. Here's that. Breakman said he liked the Red Steel 2 demo. It looked pretty good, though. I actually interviewed the guy, and I, I was like, dude, my, uh, Justin, if you make me do Red Steel 2, I'm only going to ask one question. Why? Why? He wouldn't let me ask that. Breakman, I didn't put my real birthday in. Wanted to send you a birthday card. No mature games on the Wii, right? No mature. New Silent Hills on the Wii. That yeah. looked good. Yeah, but they did an interview on that, and I, I mean, I watched it, but I was like, it's not my genre, so I didn't play it. Like, we did that in Saw, and I let Justin do those. Saw was great. I played a little bit of that. So let's see. They wanted to see Golden Sun DS, so we're going to look at that real quick. There's links on a train right there, number two. Can, can, can I just ask one thing? Maybe. H- how are how do people make Saw work as a video game? You'd have to answer that one. You're a third-person character, mm-hmm. and you get stuck into, um, into the traps, and you have to solve different puzzles and themes just like through the movie. He, ge- he gives you the recording. He comes in. Jigsaw tells you... What trap you're in and what you've got to do to get out of it, and you've got a certain time limit to solve that puzzle to move on to the next part of your uh, of your of your puzzle or trap, and it's it's very very unique and, and good open uh, mapping and everything as far as using your environment to figure out these puzzles. It was very very cool. I'm just wondering how are they going to make it difficult? I mean, I've seen the first one, and I there's saw so the first what. The first saw, and um, like well, I could see a few things that may be somewhat difficult, like the um, the uh, the combination puzzle in the first one, where the combinations on the wall, but there's like a ton of different numbers. But right, for instance, I'll give you a quick a quick rundown. The first puzzle that I played is that you had the big head piece on that was gonna like the bear trap looking thing. You have a combination on a lock to get out of that room if you don't get you had to first get yourself out of the the jaw lock and then you had to figure out what combination was for that door to move on to the next room and you searched this entire bathroom you're actually in a bathroom and what you did there was a puzzle piece on the floor if you walked up and stood on the puzzle piece and looked at the mirror you would see writing behind you on the on the wall if you went and pulled the doors to in a certain pattern or method it would show you the combination from you looking, or from you standing on that puzzle piece, looking in the mirror. You'd see the reflection of the combination on the bathroom doors behind you, if you had them open or closed in a certain sequence. And then you had to run to the door and input your code. Was there any like method to the madness of opening and closing you ha- the doors? You have no? to, you have to put your combination in. No, you just have to press X to to close the door. But you had to know what you were doing. I mean, you had to look around and get pu- uh, clues and stuff to what he was talking about. It to me, it looks like a great game. Was Pre- it at least press like- X to not die? That's it. Was there, like, a reasonable time limit to do this? I mean, I don't know. I forget just, what the time limit was. One I one mean, to three minutes is what they give you to figure it out. That sounds reasonable because they, if they made it, like, 30 seconds, that would be Yeah, it's about one to three minutes to figure out each piece of it. That makes a lot more sense. 
All right, we have a call here on the line. Friday Night Gaming, what's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Reekin Elite. Reekin Elite, this you're, uh, this is it, man. The third call. Oh, third make, call. Make this one good. Okay. So, with the Nintendo press conference, overall, you know, I, do you I, think that Nintendo has forgotten about online play at all? Uh, well, A, I didn't see the net. I haven't actually watched the conference. Okay. It's like, you know, for me, it seems like everything's about co-op. Everything's about co-op. Everything's about, you know, let's play together, but nothing's about online. And, and, you know, and I feel that I thought that this E3, they would be showing something about online play. You know, because with Sony and Nintendo and uh, Microsoft doing their thing with online play, I would thought that, you know, Nintendo would do something and show something off saying, hey, look, you know, you could play the new Super Mario Brothers online for co-op, you know, and we could have fun. But it, it just doesn't seem that way. Uh, well, according to what Miyamoto said, and, and you can believe him or not, okay, but this is what he said. He said that they always start every game they do with a multiplayer experiment. And I mm-hmm. believe that now they would say even an online multiplayer experiment. But if it doesn't work out, they kill it. Yeah. So That's second, probably second to them. Yeah. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. They'd rather have a really, really good platformer game, I would imagine, than... Yeah, and, uh, but, I mean, it might not have worked to their expectations, you know, because they want to yeah. do it right. They don't want to do it half-assed because then you complain that they're just doing it half-assed. Yeah. So they haven't forgotten, but they just haven't figured out how they want to do it. Because, like, it, to me, it feels like Nintendo's... It's always at, like, at the back end when it comes to online play. Because, like, you know, when you see the, what you see now with, you know, in the past with Super Smash Brothers and a lot of other games that mm-hmm. has the online play, but it, it just seems that their Nintendo overall is just left back. Like, that they're in back of the technology when it comes to online play. But yet they're number you know, one in sales. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't need online because most of their audience doesn't want to play online. And they've, they've done some things where they're trying to make it easier for people to go online. But you're, we're never going to be satisfied with Nintendo's online because we're not the target market, really. Yes. And so they haven't like, forgotten. They're just going to do it their way. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, I, I feel, you know, I'm a big Nintendo fan. I feel like overall that they're going to come through it, you know, and they're going to show what they need to show. And, like... With Red Steel 2, you know, it, it has shown me improvement overall. You know, not with online play, but just showing that they could do what they could do with that console. You know, and, and a lot of people could talk about the Xbox 360 and the PS3, the technology they have. But Nintendo, with Red Steel 2, it has shown me that, you know, with the graphics and what they could do, you know, it, it has improved a lot overall. And, you know, to me, it just feels like with the Motion Plus, it's coming overall, it's coming through. But, you know, at the same time, you know, when you play the the Xbox 360 and the PS3, you know, you want that online play. Because that's something that we have accustomed to for a long time on those consoles. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I I think, you know, Nintendo's concentrating on the local couch multiplayer, and they're trying to get that perfect. And, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, and, and th- hey, there's people that like that. We're at a gaming center. Mm-hmm. This is all about the mm-hmm. couch multiplayer and stuff in this environment. I like playing with my friends on the couch. And there have been too many developers out there that don't do that anymore because they're like, oh, you can just play online. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. better? And I'm like, no, I don't want to tell my friend to go home just so I can play a game with them. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where Nintendo is going with that. Yeah. So. I'm a big Nintendo fan, too, and always has been, but the... 
the Wii and the DS is starting to lose me as far as how it all plays out and the different types of games. There are some awesome games out there. Like I'm des- definitely going to be playing the new Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. for the Wii, but how it's aimed in the genre that it's aiming for, I don't believe is me anymore. Not my uh, not my style. Still cool. A lot yeah. of cool stuff. A lot of a lot of nice things that I'm gonna. I, you know, I have one. I'm gonna continue to own it, but. It's not aimed at me anymore. It's, you know, I'm following the 360 and the PS3 stuff. Mm-hmm. So thanks thanks for your call, man. We'll see. You ne- we'll hey, talk to you I'm next week. I've been called three times, <laughs> but, you know, I just wanted to chime in. Right. I miss you guys. You guys were great. So, Thank you, know, you. I just want to call in. Thanks, All right. Man. Thanks so much. All right, buddy. Bye. Speaking of online, we're running the uh, the Conduit online multiplayer trailer here on the show. What's up? What's up, Mableton? I actually had your uh, question about your opinion on the Wii. Do you feel that, uh, I guess, uh, sheer graphical power uh, will be a big weakness in the future of the Wii? And also the online player, uh, multiplayer, will probably prohibit, uh, um, make it less likely for us hardcore gamers to want to purchase anything on the Wii. Well, yes, okay. When you said that, when you finished the sentence, then yes. But the thing is, um, you know, when when you talk about the graphical power, most of the games that sell the best on the Wii are cartoony. Mm-hmm. They don't need extensive bump mapping and four times pixel shading and blah, 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 blah. You know, they don't need all that stuff. So you're going to, you know, is it going to hurt them? No. It's, it's for, for their target audience. For hardcore gamers, yeah, we're a bunch of graphics horse. And Nintendo wasn't and even going in that direction. I don't yeah. think they even wanted to. No. They had something that they knew was going to work for them and mm-hmm. it is working for them. And I don't think that they feel that they've lost anything when it comes yeah. to graphics. Yeah. What's up, Cole? I'd just like to point out, like, the Conduit isn't the first online, good online multiplayer first-person shooter. They actually made a, um, I don't know, what would you call it, a shot-for-shot port of um, World at War. And it was exactly the same, except you pointed to shoot. Mm -hmm. And it was actually pretty good online. You didn't have to mess around with friend codes. You can play with random people. It was pretty good. Cool. Cool, cool. It's good to know. So uh, you want to? Should we play a game? What do you why, play? why don't we play? Well, we got Overlord Two. Overlord Two. And uh, the reason I'm going to show this is because I told them that I, we were going to play this demo. The demo came out. I was actually kind of disappointed. Um, there it is. I was kind. I was a little t- disappointed because I thought that we were going to get like the big bringing it home stuff. Mm. You know, where they put like demo, like a new demo every day. They've been doing that. Neither like Overlord Two is the only demo released this week. On the consoles, on both, and it was, it's on both PS3 and 360. We're gonna play here on the three, uh, PS3, but um, 360 uh, or P- yeah, we're gonna play here on the 360. Yes, sir. How about that? Now that I figure out where I am, well, it's because there's 15 consoles. Yeah, we have 15 consoles up here. Yeah, PSPs, cameras, and consoles and controllers. Yeah. So we're gonna play this. We're gonna let somebody in the audience play it for the Overlord. <laughs> Who wants to be the bad guy? Now, did you like the first Overlord? I liked it. I, I, I mean, I didn't get too far in it, but I liked it. So, is that why you were disappointed with the second one? No, no. I'm more. Di- I know when I was disappointed. I'm disappointed in that we didn't the fact see anything that there's more not more demos out. Because, like, I remember like Lost Planet demo came out during E3, and then like something else. Like every day, a new demo. 
and we just didn't get that this year. Now, I don't know if this is two if they have two player in this. I know that there is going to be multiplayer, but I don't know. We did bring a second controller just in case. So we're playing. This is available both on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, so you can play this yourself. Uh, Amazing Tuma does point out Guitar Hero Smash hits also hit this marketplace. So that was the other one, but we can't run Guitar Hero and Rock Band that much. Although I do have Rock Band unplugged, and it's not out yet on the PSP. And maybe after we go through the demo, maybe we'll uh, do a little. I, I'll uh, play one song in Rock Band unplugged because a lot of people are like they've never played Frequency or Amplitude. And so they don't really understand the gameplay and how it ties into a rock band uh, context. And, I mean, trailers, they go from, you know, jump to jump to jump, so you never actually see a full game. And um, so uh, I think we're going to uh, – we may do that. I mean, it'll be a camera pointing down at the screen, but um, it's better than nothing. Because I don't have one of those PSPs that have the video out, and the video out's component component anyway, and I don't have component capture, so – Friday Night Gaming, FNGlive.net, or over at AllGamesRadio at AllGames.com. We're live from the computer arena in Roswell, Georgia, playing Overlord 2, the E3 demo just released on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. We're playing on the Xbox 360. And essentially, um, apparently at the end of Overlord 1, the Overlord dies. Okay? So in the Overlord, in Overlord 2, you... The game starts off as you as the Overlad. The Overlad. And you're a little young boy, and then you become the new Overlord. And the tutorial level is, you know, that they test it. Follow, follow. Yeah, something like that. Those Nordberg winds go right at my nethers, so I'll stay here. Your helmet will allow me to hear and see what you do. DRP two two three asked, "What was your PC game of the year of this E 3 um, PC, huh? PC game. I only saw one PC game. Yeah, I didn't see her. I mean, I, I, I watched the demo of uh, or the presentation for Star Wars The Old Republic. And that's the only one that I saw. So I guess I guess that's it because it's Star you know, Wars 1, huh? Yeah, I guess because I didn't be, just bite out of technicality, I guess. Is <laughs> it safe to say that this is more of a console world now? Yeah, it is. I, mean, I went to the Windows 7 thing, but they were running games that were already out. Yes, they were. They were more running things on Windows 7, saying this is how Windows 7 is, rather than here are games coming out mm-hmm. for Windows 7. So, um, you know, I, I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm big in The Sims, so I'm looking forward to Sims 3 now that I'm home and I can play it and get it, um, but uh, that wasn't at E3. It was not in EA's booth. They did not have The Sims 3. Had a poster up they have a they had, they had huge banner on a building. Well, actually, they've been running ads in like downtown markets, yeah. and so that was actually there before E three. Uh, so they're pushing it, but just not here. Not at not, they weren't at E three because it came out on Tuesday. It came out the first day of E three, so they're not going to spend booth time showing it. Find a way for your minions to reach the creature. 
Bauer CTU says something about the morons at G4, which I'm, I'm not going to dispute that part, thought that it was real game footage for the Star Wars trailer. Now, I did actually watch real gameplay of Star Wars The Old Republic, uh-huh. and it does have 100% voice acting for every line. There's no, I mean, you. There, I mean, obviously, I bet you can subtitle it, but there is 100% voice acting for every line of dialogue by both you and all the NPCs. It uses the Mass Effect system of conversation. And you can have multiple people in the conversation. So another, like if you're in a party of two, the other person can also converse with the NPC at the same time. And it's actually a full cutscene with camera pans and camera, you know, camera shots uh-huh. and action sequences and stuff. You know, like they showed one where we were in, um, we were in, we took over a uh, a battle I, I, battle cruiser. I think I'm not a big Star Wars person, so I don't want to say the wrong thing and piss off the nerds, but. Uh, <laughs> See, so uh, but they took it over, and uh, as that as this happened, another ship came in and started attacking them, and they started boarding, and so you had to go board, you know, fight off the people boarding. But as you were going through, you could actually feel the ship rocking, and it was getting destroyed as you were running over. But it's an MMO, you know, and stuff. So it was, um, it, it was cool, and I mean, I don't know what they showed, but there, the, it looked. Really cool. It didn't look like you know. Oh, I'm going and going to this guy qu- with the question mark over his head or the exclamation point and mm-hmm. and and clicking and g- reading a wall of text about my quest. No, it's actually full cutscenes with 100 percent voice dialogue, which is going to make the patches huge. Um, so yeah, I mean, it it looked interesting. Overlord two. This looks a lot like the. Style of the first one, except yeah. for your different character. Yeah, you're you're now the new Overlord. Uh, Bacon Bits asked, "Did you find any cool, not talked about games like you found in the past?" Like I said, Scribble Knots is really the only one, and I think now that we are talking about it, it's going to become huge. But I mean, that was that was it. Sully907 says it sounds like an MMO I will actually try. And that was basically what it was. They wanted to make an MMO that had the action-packed sequences and storytelling that Star Wars is known for. Mm-hmm. That's their goal with this. This is not Star Wars Galaxies. You know, this is epic storytelling and epic action sequences. Um, so, uh, and they were, I mean, even like, the, even like in the animations, you can actually see the Jedi deflecting the bullets. Like, it actually ma- maps all those out, so you watch him deflecting the bullets as he's attacking other people. We're watching Overlord 2. He's got all his little guys. Got his, all of his minions he's going across, uh, going forward. Now, what's funny about this is that, you know, a little bit later on, spoiler alert, he's going to uh, start clubbing baby seals. And during the interview, I actually remembered about the World of Warcraft protest about clubbing baby seals in World of Warcraft, how PETA went in and protested it. And so I asked him, you know, are you worried about PETA because of this? And he actually says, you know, PETA knows about the game and actually gave it their approval. Because something, I think, like, IGN posted something about a minigame in Overlord where you club baby seals and try to kill them. And in the minigame, the seals fight back by throwing fish at you. And PETA says... We approve of this because it brings notice to the plight of the baby seals. And it shows that in real life, the seals can't fight back. So PETA actually gave Overlord 2 the stamp of approval to club baby seals because of the way they presented it. Okay. How much crack were they on at the time? I don't know. I I mean, I think it makes a major difference. 
I mean, honestly, I, think I am. I mean, it's PETA. Yeah. What about the people for the ethical treatment of people when we're playing Call of Duty like four? Nah. I, <laughs> I still think PETA stands for people eating tasty animals, but that's just me. That's crazy. More more minions. More minions, yes. And yes, you can beat up the minions. There aren't new and exciting ways to beat up your minions, like kicking them and stuff, uh, other than what you saw in Overlord 1. But, you know, they just want to serve you, and if you kicking their ass makes you happy, they will happily take the ass beating. That is awesome. That is, that is they're, they're quickly to get out of the way, too. You notice that? Yeah. When he starts swinging around. I hear some baby seals or something. Oh, uh, I think the baby lines. seals are coming. Oh. What's going on? There are the baby seals. <laughs> Peta approved. Yep. Some seal ass kicking. What's that? I think the th- fish throwing is in a mini game on the Wii version. Now we're killing a yeti. And the, the point of the seal beating was to get familiar with beating seals? Well, also you gain... Po- point. You, you're able to gain more minions the more th- creatures you kill. Okay. We got another minion there. Yep. The Yeti's throwing snowballs. Yep. There they go. <laughs> little evil gremlin laughs. Da, 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 da. They run him down. So you got to figure out a way to get to the Yeti. Oh. Now, uh, what they said in Overlord 2, you can actually, like, your minions will be able to pick up objects and use them. So, like, they could pick up a sword and then they'll have that sword, you know, or, or um, you know, they'll, they'll have, like, shields and stuff. And then you can resurrect your favorite minions, so that's one you'd want to resurrect, because, like, that stays with that minion. So if that minion dies, then you lose that sword, So you, but you can go through and resurrect him. So he's trying to find a way to, to get over to the Yeti. Yeah. And I'm sure the answer's right in front of him, mm-hmm. but we just have, you know... Because, I mean, it took us, like, what, 30 minutes to beat Glass Joe? Yeah. I don't have that much faith in the gamers that we have here. Not many, <laughs> not many pro gamers here at the... Yeah. Hi, Cole. In my defense, it is almost impossible to high punch with the Wiimote nunchuck controls. Unless you look at the pause menu, which nobody ever told me about. So that is the story of how I got knocked out by Glass Joe. And I will admit that freely. That's, that's mighty big of you there, there sir. There you go. Because I got cheated. Oh, That's my story, uh, and I'm sticking with it. Uh, See, admit, you uh, know. I, I, 
that was impressed. Admitting you have a problem was the first step, and then yeah. you just took a step right back. Yep. Just took another swig took is what you yep. did. Well, hey, I, I didn't stop you from looking at the pause screen. It's the, the plus button is right here. On the, okay, well, for future reference, this is the button. Plus. It's the plus button. It's right there on the controller, and that's the one. Yeah, so that's, that's what it is. Instruction manual. He's going to kick our ass when we get up. Yeah, he is. He's going to really kick our ass. Having to put a, like a fence thing. In I know. The stage. Yeah, we're going to be behind Chain Link over here. This was the kid from earlier that was referencing crack. Yes. Yes. For those of you in chat that wanted to know. So did you see Daisy at E3? No, I did not. I heard she was there. Who? Daisy. Who? Yes. Which Daisy? Fuentes. How do you say that? Oh, Daisy Fuentes? Yes. From the old MTV days? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. No, I didn't. I know Eliza Dushku was there. I knew that she was there, too. Yes. I did see her. New game, Wet. Yep. Which is Stranglehold with a chick. (laughs) I did see Brink. I got into the Brink demo. Did you? Yeah. That one's interesting. I mean, it's a first-person shooter, but it's got this... Th- I, I called it the easy button, but it's really the smart button. The smart button. But what it does is, you know, like, when you're trying to, like, you know, running through and, tr- and trying to, like, time jumps, you, you can't see your feet mm-hmm. in first-person shooters. What the smart button does, and there's a, it's actually an acronym that PR came up with, and I can't remember, like, simulated movement around random terrain, I think is... That's really close to what it is. It, meant I, it might not be simulated. It might be a different S. But it's something movement around random terrain. And what you do, you hold this button and you look in, like, the direction or whatever, and it will automatically do the perfect jump for you. So, like, if you want to jump across that chasm, you start, you hold down that button and you go forward, and it will time the jump perfectly to get across, uh, go across that chasm, grab onto the ledge, and pull yourself up. Completely, and you don't have to use it. And they actually say that the actual button com- configuration is just like Call of Duty 4, because they all love Call of Duty 4. So you don't ever have to use that button. You can time it perfectly, and you can even get into some areas that smart users can't get to. But, like, say you wanted to duck under these sensors and slide under it, you just look down, run forward, and your character will automatically duck under, like, infrared sensors. Or you could look up over it and hold down the smart button, and you will jump up and go over the obstacle instead of going through the sensors and triggering it. So it was, it was that was kind of interesting, the, the smart... Thing. And it's basically so when you're in a firefight, you don't have to worry about jumping mm-hmm. to get around things. You can just get the hell out. Creators of Fallout 3. Right, but this was uh, Sucker Punch, I believe. By Sucker Punch? I, uh, yeah. Or, did Infamous? Yeah. No, 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 no. God, who was it? Somebody, it no, well, no, Bethesda's publishing it. The developers made Enemy Territory. Uh-huh. I don't know who, the, but they were PC developers. This is their first console title. Okay. Somebody in chat in about 25 seconds is going to tell us who it is. And I I thought it started with an S. I thought the development studio starts with an S. But um, we'll see in a second. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so th- they were doing it. and um, it w- But it was kind of cool. Um, yeah, Bethesda's publishing it, but they, they didn't develop it. Uh, Sully so Brink. Is the game? I'm trying to f- remember who deve- who developed Brink, um, and it starts with an S. And I mean, they they said it a million times in the thing, and I, I bet I, like I can look at the business card and, and tell you. 
but uh, spl- splash damage. Splash damage? Splash damage. Breaking Dawn, got it. Thank you. Splash damage made it. They did enemy territory on the PC, and they've done some other PC games, and this was their first console title. So we got Overlord 2 playing here on the Xbox 360. E3 wrap-up. Busy, busy. Yeah. And we didn't even go through our swag bag. No? Like, we have some swag. I'm going to probably... What I'm going to do, I'm going I'm to put the game in the, in the bottom right-hand corner. How about that? So we're going to put the game in the bottom right-hand corner here. Do-do-do. Yeah, we can't... I know I can't do that. So let's do this. The game is covering my face. This is unacceptable. <laughs> there we go. So there's Overlord... Right there, Overlord. Right there. Let's let's look through this bag. Did you get more? Did you, how did you get more swag than I did? Because I, I I don't know if, how you did. How did I, you fare? I got a, quite a bit of stuff. I guess because I was doing interviews the entire time. Uh huh. I wasn't getting the stuff. Like they were like, okay, you're you're getting to talk to our developers. You don't need free stuff. Got a lot of stuff from vendors. I didn't get a lot of the like big Capcom, Square Enix shirts or things. That was when the door opened and the herd of people ran up the stairways. Yeah. That's all those people got that kind of thing. Now, they were giving away like 100 copies of Battlefield 1943 every hour on the hour, uh-huh. and there was always a long line for it. I didn't get in line for that. It was what, That was PC, I do believe. Yeah. Let's see here. So what do you have? The Perfect World bag. The perfect. I got one of those. Yep. Perfect World. So let's see. This I did not see. The Wii Sports Resort Frisbee. Wow. You got this by playing Wii Sports Resort. Very cool. So we a, got that. a Frisbee. I don't know, they still gave Frisbees out. Well, because the Frisbee is one of the games, like, in, in the Wii Sports Resort. Here you go. Somebody wants this, I know. In, is this a Cooking Mama apron? No, you're close. It is an apron. Diner Dash apron. Diner Dash apron. Who here wants a Diner Dash apron? Here locally. Wow. Everybody looks. You know, that was... Because I don't know if I want to ship out a lot of this stuff. Because yeah. I, I, I don't want this stuff. Welcome to but, I mean, Diner Dash. I think he does. What? Huh? What? What? I don't know. I'd be afraid of Congratulations. You're the winner of a Diner Dash. Cyprin. What else have we got? Um... I want the uh, the uh, magnet that you showed me earlier, dude. Why are you <laughs> Why are you jumping ahead and killing the tension in the joke? Man, Failure. that was the big finish. What you got there? Oh. You, you want PlayStation bottled water from the Sony press conference? PlayStation bottled water. I gotta click OK real quick. There we go. I'm just throwing things down on the ground here. Bacon Bits wants a Frisbee, but I don't know. We may give it locally. Maybe we could throw these. I got a whole bunch of these. DECA Sports 2 wristbands. Those were being worn by the... Here you go. The Booth Babes. Fresh off Booth Babe arms. Ah! There we go. Threw those off. Um... Brutal Legend patch slash sticker. Very cool. We we have them at home, hunter. 
Me, 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 me. I brought two here, and I kept two for myself and my honey. Who wants the other one? You want this one? There you go. Brutal Legend sticker. You should be here at the computer arena. Get stuff thrown out. Making bits. If I call in, can I have the Frisbee? I don't know. Did you send in your DS? Oh, man. This survived, Glenn. I have one of these myself. It survived. And mine made it. Mine made it as well. An army of two fortune cookie, and what I want is I want somebody to eat it here and look, read the fortune out on the air. Oh, oh, me. No, you got a sticker. I'm not going to throw it because it's going to crack if you do. But it survived the trip all the way home. So I want you to eat it on the air, like open it on the air and read the fortune inside. All right. Yummy. See, the joke is, is when you open it up, it says, this fortune cookie was on the floor <laughs> at, at E3. At the AIDS says, factory, is that what you said? It says, you need to lose some weight, bro, from Salem. And then Rio says, the more I bleed, the lighter I get. <laughs> it's actually a... Uh, it's the same one. It's it's lines from the game. That's yeah. what they did. So we have a call here on the line while we're still trying to talk about swag. Uh, Friday Night Gaming, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Blackwell. Sully907. Sully907. What's up? Do you know what his master plan is from uh, Monkey uh, Island? Ooh, I do I do not. Uh, I, I never got a chance to play Monkey Island, so I'm, I'm in the dark on that one. Monkey Island. Um... I was going to say that that PlayStation bottled water. I think it has the te- the tears of Kazurai in it because he always has to announce the high priced hardware. There it is. I'm so don't sad. Drink that. Oh, it's don't already drink drank. I, I drank it at the part. Oh, it's empty. Ooh, ooh. That's that's a shame. Yeah. It's not. I wanted. What did you guys? I know you're not really much of a, a shooter player, Black Wolf. But what do you guys think of the concept of uh, Left 4 Dead 2 so soon? Like, that, just one, straight up one year. That blew my mind that it was already there. But then at the last day, it kind of made sense to me. Because when I passed the booth at Microsoft that had the Left for Dead, there was a, a note that said, 2009 Best of Show nominee. So I knew where Microsoft was going with that, with that idea. They threw out some big dogs. Who wants to blow? Who wants to blow? Somebody has to blow. I didn't get one of these actually. This was this was pretty cool. This was pretty cool. We saw these all around, but I didn't blow it up yet. So somebody here has to blow the very, it up. The very tall redheads and the red boots yes. were carrying these around. And one of those redheads trivia question for you there, Bobby, actually was from Georgia. Really? Yeah, she's a a girl that we actually have taken to MLG tournaments. Was one of the Nico girls. This was from Nico. And, and I didn't get one. This was a pretty cool thing. Blow that sucker up. That These were all around E3. That was my thoughts on it solely is that I, I figured they were getting, um, they were trying to throw that out there to, to get some big attention. It did come very quickly mm-hmm. with the other one being less than a year old, I guess. But but it got nominated Best of Show 2009. I don't know how everything came out and pans out for that game or if it actually took anything home. But that was my uh, opinion about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the game, and I'll probably end up buying it, but it's it's just, 
it seems like a, a lot of people are having an issue because Valve has, for so long, they've spent several years developing a game, and they always support it with DLC. And and, and maybe we're a bit spoiled as, as gamers, you know, by Valve and by got people like Criterion that support their games for so long. But uh, a year does seem pretty quick. But um, I'm probably going to end up getting it anyway. It'll probably be, be just as fantastic as the first one. Yeah, it looked very good. I. They must have had a lot of material that they were maybe going to throw into the first one. I mean, to, to be less than a year and already have another game out. You know, they had to have a lot of stuff that they wanted to probably do in the first one that they either ran out of time for or just went ahead and threw it out there with a plan of maybe dropping this one sooner. Look at Mableton here on the street. He's full of hot air. Who'd have thought it? Who'd thunk it? Who'd have thunk it, huh? All right, that's, uh, that's all I got, guys. Uh, good show so far. Thank you very much. Calling me. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, the, the good guys showed up in Overlord here. The good guys are here in Overlord. Magic in nature. God, I'm getting late. Soldiers, stop this savage! Protect the fluffy ones. Protect the fluffy ones. Yes, they're protecting the baby seals from the Overlord. Fluffy ones are friends, not fodder. There it is. After a lightheaded Mableton, a yep. giant Nyko controller. controller. That is it right there. There it is. There were a ton of people carrying these things around. You could get them blown up or yeah. not blown up. Yeah, we, we got it not blown up just so we could watch Mableton do that. Nico. And find out what that Yeti's up to. Don't forget, we still need a spellstone to give the Netherworld a bit of a kick in the pants. There we go. So I don't know. Do we want to keep that in the store or give that away? Do that's we want to put that in the new store or something? That's what, huge? Whatever, guys. We can hang it up in there. Hang it up from the ceiling in the new place. There you go. Yep. So there you go. So I got one of those for you. Awesome. Awesome. I'll have to dig through my swag bag when I get home and see yeah. what I've got for you, sir. Yeah. That you didn't pick up. So, yeah, I went by the new store today. Yeah. That's where I was most of the day. Uh-huh. There's plants growing inside. Oh, really? It's hard to get any work done. Yeah. You leave for a week, and so does everybody else, evidently. Yeah. So, um, shall we tell the story? I don't know if we're going to be able to find the video on your thing. I... <laughs> Of what happened. We haven't edited that video. Maybe we should hold off on showing this video until we don't even know what kind of audio or anything. Yeah, Yeah, we definitely need to go back and look at these videos But we should at least show what we're talking about because Mableton already kind of... A refrigerator magnet, no less. It was on my refrigerator (laughs) earlier today. No, we're not giving this out. Nope. I'm sorry, Chris Palladino. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you threw a great party. 
it was much appreciated. Yeah. It's Glenn's fault. Glenn did it. Hey, I have video. We'll see what happened in that video. Oh, yeah. There you go. The Windows 7 Lounge. Windows at E3. Right there. That is a very large magnet. It's a very large magnet. It goes on a very large refrigerator. Like mine. <laughs> That's where it was today. Almost looks like a gaming mouse pad, but it's not. Almost. You lay all your friends' credit cards on that when they come over to see you. Yes. This was on the side of the limo? Yes, it was. We were in a limo. I'm sorry, Microsoft, but they were dropping the limo off anyway. They were. So it's like, are they going to really take these? Are they going to really miss this? We're going to put this up in the new store too, right? Well, we'll yeah, put it right yeah. here. We'll put it right there. We'll put it right there. How about like, that? There you go, guys. Yeah, because when we got, you know, after the whole party and everything, the limo driver actually drove us all the way back to our spot. Yeah. And um, which was very nice of him. Yeah. He, thanks to Bernard mm-hmm. for the ride all the way home. What is Bernard? I thought it was Antonio. Now it was Bernard. It was, was the, Bernard? The, okay. the one that yeah drove us back. You're amazing with names. <laughs> That's the thing I learned. Oh yeah, because you're like yeah, you were like oh, and this is blah 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 and blah 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 and blah blah blah, and you're like naming all these other people. I'm like okay, I remember names. You met the Scott Rubin. I met the Scott Rubin. Yes, yeah. I did. You met the Lawrence Young. Lawrence Young. Yeah. Octacamo. Octacamo. I wanted to say hi to him. He he was all the way out there, and mm-hmm. I met him as well. Saw Tommy Tallarico. Tommy Tallarico. He's got some big news. Yeah. He's got some big He told me some big news. I don't think I'm supposed to say it yet, so I'm not going to. He's going to be in Augusta, Georgia, though, in September. Yes, he is. So uh, doing video games live, so we're probably going to head down. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. definitely head down there. Yeah, we'll be there for um, that. We, who else at that party? Like, I'm, I'm also trying to think of like other podcasts and stuff. I mean, uh, Kropotkin from Super Happy Fun Time Show, the entire Platform Nation crew, Steve519, Gamer ED, them. Um, I met like the whole yeah the whole crew yeah the whole whole you crew. met like everybody I know I did in like one one day couple days and, and and you met two girls and you didn't introduce me at all I was um what was I thinking Bobby I just um, you were trying to hoard them all to yourself I guess I, no hot but blondes me, me why would I hot blondes and you didn't introduce me. They, well, they knew who you were already. Is what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a, yeah. that's the Bobby Blackwolf, and and uh-huh. I was like, that's him. But but uh-huh. here I am is what I was doing. I yeah. was like, no, no, no. You know, you already know <laughs> him. Yeah, I did meet um, Derek H. Yes, you did meet the Derek H. Tiger Claw want to know? Yeah, the it was Derek H. I met in the Sega booth. Yeah, in yeah. the Sega and booth. his brother and his brother yeah. right in front of uh, you Aliens met, versus Predator. You met Redmond Carlipio. Yes, I did. He he's uh, Ben Saki. He works for the one of the newspapers out there, AGI Regular. You met Sky from Orange Lounge Radio. Yes. A lot of people. A lot of people. I met Sid from Nightmare Armor. Yes, and his co- a couple of his guys. Yep. Um, Which we were talking about plans for next year already. Exactly. And that's usually what happens. We talk about plans. People talk about plans for next year for like the next week afterwards, and then they uh-huh. just don't do anything for like nine months, and they're like, damn it. We should have done we that. We should have done that. Tedekin get some props out there for old Tedekin. Yeah, Tedekin, you met the Haley Bright. I met the Haley Coin Bright. Op TV. Yes, I did. This is our name drop portion thanks, of Friday Night Gaming. Thanks to Tedekin. Wingman, Tedekin. Wingman of the Year. Wingman of the Year. He's like, hey, bud, when I see her, I will call you on your cell phone and let you know. And I was like, sure you will. Gave me my number. Maybe an hour later, my cell phone rings, and I'm like, look, it's Tedekin. I wonder what he wants. And I'm like, hello? And there was no Tedekin. 
it was D. Haley Bright on the other line. And there it is. And I was like, and look co- at this guy. Look and at this Coin Op Rob. Coin Op Rob. I met Rob. He he drugged Haley Bright away from you. He did. He he rescued Haley from you. It was quite a few times he did Several that. times. Yeah. <laughs> he, he saw her talking to me and said, we've got to go. Yeah. It's time to leave now. And they left. And I was like, wait. I have your purse. <laughs> Sad thing is, we're not kidding. You did have her purse. I did have her purse. Ah, <laughs> uh, the debauchery. Breakman break says, is she as hot as I've heard? Is she? Yes, she is, sir. CC Shea wants to know more about the two blondes. <laughs> Tell me more about the two blondes. That's what she says. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, the two blondes were... What were their names? Oh, that's not important. <laughs> you knew them, though. It was yeah. one of them was Grace, wasn't it? Oh, it was Grace. See? Hey, and, yeah, it was Grace and Juliana from um, from the trailer. They were the trailer park girls. There they were there. They were there with a, a couple of guys that do um, video game trailers uh-huh. out in L.A. Gotcha. And they drug them to the party. And did, did you say trailer park girls? Yep, they were def- they were trailer park girls. Hey, I don't know why or what the theme was with the. For them calling in the trailer, I, I guess for the attention of it and for everybody to go, ooh, ha, 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 it's trailer park girls, but. Them, them sounds like some classy ladies to me. Yeah. Yeah. Classy ladies. Right. You're in trouble. <laughs> I'm in trouble? That's what, yeah. Somebody, over, yeah, CC Chase says you're in trouble. Was it over the blondes? I think so. Breakman wants to know: Was there any women in schoolgirl outfits? Please say yes. Mm, I didn't mm. see any. I saw skimpier outfits. Then, yes, there but was, but not there. not schoolgirl outfits. Well, this is not Tokyo Game Show. I will have to say that all the G four girls were in. Oh, they were. Yeah, yeah, see, I avoided the, the G four. They were walking around doing their thing. <laughs> you guys are trouble. Yeah, trouble. Trouble. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna sit here. We what we did like, like Cuda. We we were doing. We were just trying to see who all was listening. Yeah, out there is what we were doing. Yeah, trying to find out who all was listening. I don't know to tell you if, if paparazzi pictures emerge from right. from Bobby's limo ride. Maybe. Oh, so back to Overlord. Overlord, yes, that's this it's right Overlord here. Overlord, right here, on the Xbox 360. There it is, it's right there. That's what it looked like when Bobby walked around in in E yeah. three. It was a bunch of little minions running around. Going, Yes, master. Can I get you more swag, sir? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you just saw my swag. <laughs> little minions. We're going to be on uh, YouTube.com slash Windows Videos and YouTube.com slash E3. That has not gone up yet. So they're U- YouTube.com slash Windows... Windows Videos, but it's, videos. They're, they're also going to be on e- YouTube.com slash E3. Okay. We actually, it felt like a press junket. We got like it real was. mics. Real mics. We strapped them on, plugged into the back, wireless, headed Th- over there in a limo. Three three huge blaring lights in our eyes. It was It was good stuff. Yeah. We got Bacon, to, we got Bacon Bit pour. says twenty dollars on eBay for that Wii Sports Resort frisbee. Well, shit. Wow. I think I'm going to keep that and put it up on eBay. Do we? That's that's, that's pretty good. 
Why don't you tell him that one of the booth babes was carrying it around, and then the price of it will go even up higher there on eBay. Go. Are we going to be doing that? Are we going to be doing an auction for uh, the Nyko? Uh, I think we. I think we want to hang it from the ceiling. Oh, a new place. Ceiling, yeah. I was going to say it was blown up by Mr. Mableton. Yeah. So. Blown up by Mableton. I can get a. <laughs> so here we go. We got Donkey Kong here. You think I'm kidding? Donkey Kong. There's the Yeti right there, and he's going to turn into Donkey Kong in a second, I believe. He goes up here and he's going to start throwing barrels at you. Yep. Attack! That's the good guy. He's going to attack. This is the Overlord 2 demo playing on Xbox 360. It's also available on PSN. Bower oh. CTU says if a booth babe rubbed it on her butt, that some bitch would be $2,500. <laughs> well, that's exactly what happened. Post that thing. Post that frisbee up on eBay. It was butt rubbed by Booth Babe. $2,500 starting bid. I'm thinking we're not going to be able to get to uh, show you Rock Band. No. We may, no. Have to, we, we may have to extend the show because I want to, you know, show the Rock Band. We may have to extend the show a little bit. Going too far. So I'm going to turn off the uh, PNP here. We're going to go switch full screen to Overlord 2. There's Overlord 2 in all its full screen glory there. Notice you're also beating up the good guys as well as the Yeti. Well, they're attacking you, right? Yeah. The good guys are attacking you, yes. Yeah. Because they're trying to save all the animals, and that includes the Yeti. <laughs> so they're trying to protect the Yeti. Uh-huh. He's limping along. No, no! Stop this at once! Is that Link? Yes. This noble beast belongs with us! Come here! Come here, boy! As if we magical folk didn't Is that a have rainbow cap? Yes. With the Empire. Hmm. Link on an acid trip. trying to expunge us! Now, let us away! Set sail for the sanctuary! Wow. I wonder who the guy was that read that off. And that's the end of the demo. Hey! I just saw... I hear the seals. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's very interesting. Uh, on the first one, you can only pick the good or the bad one. There's Overlord Two. That looks pretty good. Shall we show a little bit really quick of uh, rock? We're gonna actually have to turn off that screen for Rock Band, but what we're gonna show it on this screen over here for the live audience. No, 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 no. I'm gonna. I was just gonna say you're not gonna be able to hear anything. Or, let's see if I can figure out which screen it is. There we go. All right. All right. 
Thank you, sir. So let's see if I can do this. Let's see how much of a weird angle I can make this. Do, do, do. I'm trying to get it so you guys can get real audio of it. So this is Rock Band Unplugged. This comes out later, this, uh, later I think, next week. See, there we go. I got audio. Sweet. Nice. So let's see here. Go ahead and get to it. And my embargo is up, so I'm allowed to show this to you. Go Braves. There we go. Rock Band Unplugged for the PSP. A working PSP. A working PSP. This is actually a PSP 1000, if that's, I guess, what it's called. I've seen a working one. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know how well this is going to work on... uh, One of these buttons is the light. And some glare going on. Yes, I know you guys are watching looking at the bad screen. There we go. Hey, hi. There we go. Back to the weird angle. Yeah, but see, the light is off, so there's not as much glare. There you go. Facts, facts, facts. And I'm going to try to hold it at an angle where I can actually try to play it here. So we're going to quick play. And I'm going to do one song because I think it's a safer song. Um, because it's not from like a major band. It's rated impossible. Here you go. We're going to get our freeze pop on. You probably recognize this song from one of the... I can't remember if it was one or two, but it was from one of the Guitar Heroes. Now, what I want you to notice is that when you highlight a track, that particular particular instrument actually gets louder, so you can concentrate it on a little more. My band is... uh, Crap, and it's not focusing, is it? I'm going to try to get it paused so we can get it focused. There it is. So here we go. So what in the world? So I'm playing the drums right now. This is a solo section, so there's no changing. And this is button mashing, huh? Yes. 100% 100% solo. And I can switch between these tracks, so I gotta go here. I gotta go over here, and I missed it. You have to switch between your, yep. your instruments when it calls for the instrument? And this one's entitled Impossible. Ah. 
Wow, what cool lyrics. But as you notice, since I haven't been playing the vocal, it went away. Oh. Terrible podcast audio, I know. Because we're not explaining what we're doing, but sorry. Well, it's got great music lyrics from... Hey, people like Freeze Pop. Freeze Pop. X-Link said Freeze Pop is a... Freeze Flop is a good band. Nah. And see, now I'm like about to die on the drums. Rock Band Unplugged. This is Rock Band Unplugged for the PSP. Coming out in a week or so. Yep. And that's it. Man. That was it on hard. That's not expert. That was just hard. But it's labeled as impossible. Well, no, that's just because that's the level of the song, like... They rank the songs based on how hard they are. Right. So it's an impossible hard song, and I only got four stars on it. 
But they show you like how many frays you attempted and then how many frays you actually completed. That's the scoring right there. So that is uh, your look at Rock Band Unplugged. And uh, we're at the uh, the, the three-hour mark. We're going to get cut off by Ustream very soon here. Yes, we are. Um, so I think that's it. I think, you know, I think we're done here. Um, E3 was cool. We're going to continue showing E3 videos as we get more stuff from E3 coverage. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue showing some stuff. We are going to be back here at the Computer Arena we're here in next, Roswell, Georgia, next, next week. Okay. Next Friday we will be here. I've talked to the owners. They, they don't have anything planned for next week. So as far as I know, we're going to be here. That could change. FNGlive.net is where you'll see that. But we will be back here. You're more than welcome to come down, grab a beer, grab, some, grab a bite to eat, enjoy the show. Um, we may throw out a, a Diner Dash apron. I'm going to show um, you guys some of the new uh, accessories and yeah. systems and other cool yeah. stuff that, are, that, that was released on the vendor side of things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, you know, I think, you know, uh, we should be out of here. Uh, this, this Sunday... Uh, this this Sunday here on, um, is the Bobby Blackwell Show. It's my 200th radio episode. I've been doing that for 200 episodes. Um, so, you know, it's, we're going to have like a montage of some people uh, saying congrats about the show. Uh, I've been getting them all week. You're more than welcome to send your own. And uh, our recording limit, limit was reached. So uh, let me save and uh, start over. Save. Show's over. So if you're trying to call, I'm going to hang up on you. So, uh, you know, we're, we're just doing the proper ending. Welcome back to Friday Night Gaming, you know, those of you here on Ustream. Uh, so, uh, you know, this, this, this Sunday is the Bobby Blackwell Show f- uh, 200th episode. I've been doing it for 200 weeks. 200 weeks. Actually, a few more. Like, I think I skipped two weeks, so it's really been 202 weeks, but who's counting? But uh, 200 weeks, uh, you know, and if you want to send, uh, like, a congrats or something, you plug your own website if you work on a blog or a podcast or whatever. Skype Bobby Blackwell Show. It's a different Skype number than here on Friday Night Gaming. Bobby Black will show, leave a voicemail. I'll, I'm going to put them all together. You can send an MP3 over to me uh, at blackwolf at allgames.com. Uh, so uh, we're going to have some fun. If you like this show, tell a friend. If you hate this show, tell an enemy. Just tell somebody. Uh, we got a lot of companies really excited about the concept at E3. I've talked to a lot of companies that are now going to start supporting us. So we're going to see some more of their games. Konami, Capcom, Nintendo, actually. And I was surprised by them because we're, we're, we're small. We're still growing. Uh, but Nintendo's even going to put us on their list, so it's going to be great. Um, so stay tuned. We're still going to be here. We are going to be relocating the show to Kennesaw, Kennesaw, Georgia, uh, in the near future. Uh, but things are still going going on in that. But for right now, we're going to be here at the Computer Arena. Thank you to the Stevens for letting us be a part of that. But we would not be able to make the live show work without the help of our chatters at chat.allgames.com. Every, every week, we read the chatters. Uh, so uh, I want to thank Chrisville seventeen twenty four Hendrix Alpha Box Burning Paper Sun Burr Doom Plague Funny Dale Kitsune Mako Maximilian Stone Raider THK Tiger Claw Toshin Wyland Alt Amaze Satsuma Ash Fox Bower CTU Bloodshot Robot Bochikawa Breakman Breaking Dawn Cedabria D five T Dark Tetsuya De Blue Guy Dead Man Wade Decipher DJ Dark Knight Drake one oh two DRP two two three Fire Cube Flaming Bozo Game Guru Ripper01, Havoc978, Hect, Interlogic, J. Irv, Kazin, Melted General, MXT, Necromos, New Shiny CD, Rage and Quits, Happy 200, thank you, Bacon Bits, Rip, Repentant, Recon Elite, Rollus360, 
Squiggle, Sully907, Swampfather, Tedekin, The Raven, TM995, Visid, Wilcon, and X-Link. FNG and Nintendo, BFFs. That'd be great. <laughs> hey, join us live, FNGlive.net. You might actually see some extra content we don't record to Ustream and put on the fe- and uh, or put on the podcast feed. So you guys may not want to leave just yet. I don't know if Michael already left. Um, so, uh, you know, hey, stay tuned. You, there may be some uh, extra content. But uh, we're, we're out of here. We will see you guys later. Thanks so much. And uh, i got to go find all my buttons here. Hang on. So, uh, yeah, see you guys uh, next week. Bye. See ya. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the opinions of All Games Radio, Computer Arena, CC Gaming, or your mom. Although if Bobby said it, it really should be. This has been a production of Bobby Blackwolf Studios for All Games Radio.